bunch of spots. Might have to get that one done. Yeah. Your rabbititis, dude. Would you Would you like me to pray for you right now, brother? <laughs> uh, Jay, real quick. Do, do you want to talk Welcome about Welcome to Free Fall RC Podcast. Right sure, dude. Yeah, no okay. problem. I'm good with right. that. Of course. Okay, cool. I'm going with the flip I'm pretty easy. Like, I, I, I'm pretty rough skinned with all that stuff. Whatever, you, whatever. You just, you guide it, buddy. Okay, cool. All right, let's start. Welcome to another episode of Freefall RC Podcast. I'm Steve, and here with me is Kevin. Hey, guys. And we got a guest host today, James Cadiz. Cadiz, what's up? Cadiz, sorry, Cadiz. <laughs> all okay. right. Dan, Dan does that all the time, bro, so it's all good. <laughs> Get ready for a pretty uh, loud and exciting show because with me and Jay's on the show, we're just going to be just wilding out here. If you have speakers left in your car after the what's up. <laughs> All right, so let's let's get to know uh, James first. Um, well, this is episode 60. Oh, yeah. This is episode 60. <laughs> James Cadiz. You got it. All right, it's easier than Frank Mordiellos. No, 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 no. Uh, I've been practicing. Dude, you got that, too. I've been practicing. Mordiellos. Mordiellos. Yes. <laughs> if I hear it, I could do it. I just when I read it, I'm like Mordellos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that guy, but I love that guy. After that interview, he's he's cool people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely good people. All right, so uh, James, how long have you been in the hobby? Wow, this is funny. Uh, probably close to 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 thirty years, but seriously in the hobby, like really, really into it, maybe two and a half years. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. Do you just fly helis or do you fly uh, planks and those uh, you know what? drones? I, I, I hate that filthy word, drone. Multi-rotor. <laughs> anyway, no, I get it. We Everyone's got to use this. We got to concede to using that word. But yeah, yeah. you know what? I, I, uh, with, the, with the whole plank thing, I, I really want to really soon. I haven't flown any airplanes as of yet. I got a big wing that I have in my closet. Uh, but I started with RC cars and it kind of went from there like many, many, like 25, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I could, we could get into that later, but yeah, I really want to fly planes. I fly them in the sim, uh, flown them with a buddy box. I actually want to get a nice big glider to start with, but, uh, just helicopters and multi-rotors basically. Okay. Nice. So what got you interested in the hobby? Well, uh, a long time ago, it was me as a kid back in the late 80s, early 90s, looking at RC cars and thinking, gosh, those things are cool. And uh, finally begging my dad to get one that I could build. And um, I, my first my first like real RC car that I built was a Associated RC10. You know the one with the oh, yeah. yep. old? Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it looked like the aluminum <laughs> copper <laughs> yeah. uh, tub. Yep. With the mechanical speed control and all that. Mm-hmm. and. Man, I love that stuff. So I, I, I did that and really got into all that stuff. And then as time went by, like while I was in high school, um, I got a job over – it used to be called at the time Hobby Shack. Then it became Hobby People. And I, I heard they recently are going out of business. But, uh, Hobby People, that sounds familiar, yeah. Yeah, they're big here on the West Coast. They're more, more prevalent on the West Coast. Uh, very much they were like a Tower Hobbies competitor for a lot of years. They, okay. they, were, they were a big hobby wholesaler. I worked for them for a little while, and then I saw this thing called the Kyosho Concept 30. Mm-hmm. It was old collective, 30-size uh, nitro helicopter, and with every last dime in my pocket, I bought one, uh, put it together, put it in the air, and crashed it about 10 seconds later. Uh, you know, oh. 
And then that's five six, seconds longer than most people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah then, right. And then six hundred dollars later, I put it up in the air again, which took you know several months. Being a kid that was working for five dollars an hour, or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and then did it again. I don't know three or four more times. Finally sold it because I couldn't. I, I just. I don't know. I couldn't fly it. And then uh, something real serious happened in my life. And it, it was it was by far the worst day of my life. My mom passed away. And uh, uh, when that happened, you know, I'm a I'm a pastor who uh, has a, a responsibility in ministry where I touch the lives of literally hundreds of thousands of people. You know, we're all over the radio, all over the country. We have a lot of people that call in on a regular basis. And for me, it's always been work, 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 work. No hobby, no outlet, no whatever. And I finally just told myself, you know what? I'm going to go crazy and I'm going to drive myself into the ground if I don't find a way to do something that I really enjoy and invest some time in it. So uh, I I went out and I said, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to do something that's fun. I'm going to try to take up this helicopter thing, but I'm going to buy something a little bit more stable. So I went to the hobby store and I bought a, a QX350. This was, I don't know, two years, two and a half years ago because I wanted okay. a camp bird and love that thing. And then went crazy from that point on, got into helicopters, really fell in love with them, started flying them real seriously. And man, just built a massive, ridiculous out of control fleet. But uh, th the rest has been history and it's been really, really great. Wow. So you're one of those that, I mean, besides your past when you were a kid, but when you, actually, a multi-rotor is what you got. What got you into the RC heli oh, yeah. hobby, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, re cool. realistically, that's what kind of got the fire lit again. Yeah. was like, man, this is cool. Something's in the air. I, you know, my, my mind was if I freak out, I can hit the return to home, which I know sounds stupid to a lot of people. You know, to me, it even kind of sounds ridiculous. But it was like something that gave me the confidence, you know, to get back up in the air. Um, yeah, it's, it's just funny. like rescue for us, right? Like, oh, oh do whatever yeah. you want because – if you you know if you lose control, hit rescue. It's like oh, yeah. a, having a, a fail safe, right? Oh yeah. Oh, bro. And I, man, I rescue has saved me so many times from mm -hmm. like so many mistakes. It's not even funny. Like to the point where I set up rescue in my sim so that I can practice flipping that switch in case I need it as a as a reflex. Just like we practice hitting throttle hold, I even right. have learned to practice hitting that rescue switch, kind of like as in case something happens. And uh, you know, there's that. Probably every other time I go flying, I'll pull that switch at least once. Okay. Wait a minute. You practice throttle hold? No. Oh. <laughs> Rescue. <laughs> Dude, you want to know why I started practicing throttle hold? Because every time I put one in the ground, bro, I just blew it up. I oh, Kevin, you need to practice. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you better learn how to, how to hit throttle hold. Otherwise, man, you're you're in trouble if that thing hits the ground. It's like I used to rekit yeah. my helicopters all the time. No matter <laughs> no matter how much I love seeing your helicopters, Kevin, bounce on the ground <laughs> on power. Yeah, you really need to <laughs> take. I know. No, it's like this. I'm hot and cold with that, man. Sometimes uh -huh. I hit it and I'm good. And then there's other crashes where it's like, oh, that's right, throttle hold. It's like you're, bounce, you're bounce. Okay. It's, it's kind of funny how it works with the plankers, you know, if a if an airplane crashes, it's like a funeral. Everybody gathers around the airplane and they have a morning time and nobody flies for like three hours and it's just a really sad thing. But when the helicopter crashes, we all cheer. We're like, ah, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> it was spectacular. Awesome. Yeah, true. yeah, and it happens so much with us that we're like, oh, okay, let's move on, whatever. You know, it's yeah. kind of how it goes. And I'm a firm believer when that happens, you got to get back and fly. You can't oh, let dude. that be like, 
oh man, I just, you know, I just crashed my helicopter and now I got all this repair costs and all this stuff ahead of me. I don't care if it's not, if you don't have any other helicopters, fly one of mine. You need to get back in the air. I'll, I'll talk about this later, but I dumped my 570 a few days ago and I literally, like literally the next day, put another air, a helicopter in the air. Because if I didn't, it would have just freaked me out. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So so what do you have in your fleet then? You say you got a um, massive fleet now, so I'm curious uh, to hear what this okay. uh, massive fleet All right. looks like. So, uh, okay, when I, tell, when I tell you my fleet, I just want to preface this by saying that none of what was spent on these helicopters comes from church money. I just want you to know that because people get the – No G6? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, <laughs> no we're going to take an extra offering for Pacific James. No, none of that stuff. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it's a pretty big fleet. So we'll start at my smallest helicopters. Uh, besides, I don't even count the little tiny, like the SR-120s and the, the MSRs and the little tiny CPs. I've got a few of those, and I don't even really count those. But uh, my smallest one in the fleet currently, uh, I used to have a bunch of Oxys, but got rid of those because they're just too small for me. They're incredible helicopters, but they're just too small. Uh, I'm the guy that sold Dan his Oxy, if you remember. Oh, listening. okay. So, uh, that's me. So anyway, I uh, – I have on the on the 360, 380 side, I have a Chase 360, and it's really more my nephews. We're building that together. And uh, I've got a Goblin 380. That's kind of like my go-to of the of the smaller size. It's a Tri-Blade 380. Um, I've got a Goblin 570. That's a, a Tri-Blade 570. I've got a Goblin 700 Comp, which is also a Tri-Blade. I kind of like the way Tri-Blades track and everything. They're great helicopters. I've got a uh, Compass Kronos 700. Nice. Uh, spinning the, um, the 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 smaller blades, the 695s. Uh, I think it's 690s actually. This, the uh, the Halo 690s. Okay. So I don't ever want to break those blades. Those are really cool. I've got a uh, an N7 that I'm building. Haven't finished building yet. Uh, which man, I got to tell you, Synergy is a great company. Matt and all those guys are uh, tremendous. Yeah. So I'm building that, and I'm building it with a 105. And nice. uh, I also have the Synergy. 766, which of course I built as an 806. And yes. uh, dude, I love that bird. Dude, that yeah, bird is redonkulous. On the multi rotor end, I have to mention the little tiny whoop. I fly the snot out of that thing and I absolutely love it. I, you know, that's so much fun. Um, I've got a vortex. Believe it or not, I've got the old 280 vortex. I've never even set it up yet. Um, I, I, I told myself when I bought it, I'm going to get around to it, looking forward to it. But I have Sell that. It. Oh, really? You think so? You don't like the, the Vortex? The 285 especially, like, a lot of folks at my club started getting them when they first came out. And they're cool. And they're like, yeah, it is cool. And then, like, everyone started selling them. It's not a good quad. Well, I'll it's tell you not. what. If the anybody 210 wants, is way better. If anybody wants to buy one, I have one with the case, not even open, with four brand spanking new batteries. And I'll sell it for 300 bucks just to get rid of it. And I'll go and get something else. But because uh, I haven't even flown it yet. So anyway, I have that. And then um, I've got like an old 200 QX. You remember those old, those little tiny uh, yep, Horizon yep. Hobby 200 QXs? Yep. And I have the biggest piece of garbage like Mojo 280. I don't even know why I still have that thing. I, I threw that thing about 10 times and hated it. Uh, what is it with <laughs> Aerial Freaks? Is that is that who made it? I think so. I'm not, I'm not yeah. sure. 
piece, yeah. piece of junk. And then the granddaddy of all my multi-rotors is going to be my Inspire One, which I totally love. Like, I love that. that yeah. I love doing aero photography work. And, like, it's become so much of a joy for me that I probably next week I'm going to take my Part 107 test. I've been preparing for that, you know, just nice. to, to do that kind of thing. So that's my oh, fleet. Wow. And then I, I would be amiss to not mention the fact that I, uh, as, for my, as far as my electronics, I'm – I'm using a Jetty. Uh, that's what I fly exclusively and absolutely love it. I think, man, nice. some of the best equipment you can get your hands on. Um, and uh, fly the brain, too. Which, by the way, a little thing about MSH and Alex Rose, that guy's really cool, man. He's like you guys. He loves the hobby. So, like, I, I love the support that you get from those guys. It's really cool. Uh, but, yeah, Jetty's my, like, my thing, man. I, I just love it. Awesome. I think it would have been easier to ask him what don't you have. <laughs> I told you. I told you. It's Are you, bad. Sure? It's Are you bad. sure you don't use money? Yeah. Because how do you I mean, how do you get for all this? There well, you go. You know you know what's really cool with that is uh like uh, because I have a computer background, you know, so you guys are computer guys, so like you know, like I'm um, I'm a CCIE, you know, I'm, I'm like all Microsoft certified, all that stuff. So I can go work for a few days and make more than enough to buy a, a seven or 800 class helicopter. Um, because I, I, I don't even, I, you know, I do consulting. I still do some consulting on the side and in Southern California, um, you can make significant amount of money doing those types of jobs. So that's kind of how I support it if I want to do it. And then, and then I just buy and sell, you know how it goes. I, I'm like Chris Rybert, man, that guy is the that guy's amazing. Like you yeah. go out, you learn from his example. You just sell stuff and then take the money and buy something you you know you'd rather have, and it works out great. This is a hustler for sure. <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. hey, hey, I respect his hustle. I'm telling uh-huh, you that for sure. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's great. Nice, nice. So, um, do, are you sponsored? In- no, you know, um, I I've been approached a few times about, hey, you know, would you be a spokesman for this? And not necessarily because of my ability, because I'm not the greatest pilot in the world. You know, I mean, I, I do all the average things, you know, loops, flips, all that kind of stuff. But um, I, I I have been approached, but I mean, truth be told, man, like I being a, if you're sponsored, if you're a rep, uh, you better take that seriously. Like 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 I noticed, like you're a rep for Oxy, um, mm-hmm. or is it Links and Oxy? And like you take that seriously, like you're answering people's questions, you I'm know, to help you're, out you're right, helping people out, you're representing the hobby and I will all day be available to answer questions about Jetty and, and all the stuff that I, that I tend to be strong in. But man, I don't ever want to take advantage of these guys and, and, you know, take their product and not give them uh, my whole heart, my whole attention. And with as busy sure. as I am, I, I just can't do it. I, I, I couldn't do it in, in good conscience because I don't think that I would, I would properly earn, uh, earn being a, a good, uh, a good rep. I think it would just not be good. I don't want to do that just to put my name at the bottom of a, of a, of a signature on, on, on that I'm, right. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's not my thing. No, I understand. I mean, I want people to contact me for questions and ask for help, you know, like, Hey, I'm telling you, bro, I'm all I, for that. I love it. I, I love guys like you, like Richard Knapp, uh, dude, mm-hmm. Alex, who of course he owns MSH USA, but I, I'm a big fan of him. Huge fan of guys like Nick and Justin, you know, like Justin, Pucci. like if you got a question for Justin about anything jetty related or speed related or whatever, he, whether or not he's sponsored, that guy will sit down with you for an hour. And like, those are the types of guys that you want you like, those are the guys, if I was a company, I'd want to have as a rep, you know, I've never met a guy that's on Synergy's team that's ever been cocky or stuck up. 
Dude, Kyle Stacy, like he's a, I'll tell you what, he's an SAB pilot, right? I remember at the RCHN Fun Fly, and he'll probably kill me for telling you this, but <laughs> Kyle grabbed Kyle grabbed my 570, and him and Nick wrenched on it, dude, for like an hour and a half. Dur- by the way, during the time of day where there was no rain and they could have gone out and flew. I mean, bro, that's some, that's some dedication. Like he's not, like Kyle's not just like some sponsored pilot that just does his thing and, and doesn't, you know, pay attention to people's stuff. He represents SAB well. I don't, I, I just, I don't know, man. I couldn't do it the way you guys do it. So that's why I, I decide not to do it, you know? That makes sense. Uh, what kind of pilot would you describe yourself as? Uh, crazy and dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in that category. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Kamikaze, suicidal. Um, you know what? Uh, I I very much like, if you've ever watched Todd Bennett fly, I think Todd Bennett is probably like the ultimate example to me. And and for those of you that might not know or seen Todd Bennett's flying style, if you watch Bobby Watts, Bobby Watts, uh, he sat under Todd Bennett. So it's that Bobby Watts, Todd Bennett type style, that um, that flowing, smooth, you know, but aggressive at times type of thing. And, um, you know, part of it is is because of Todd. You know, Todd's a very dear friend of mine. We're real close. And um, he's he's kind of been – he's my instructor. He's the guy that teaches me. And I really nice. – kind of along those lines. But that I love that style of flying. It's really good. Awesome, yeah. Yeah, Todd does some nice stuff. He does some nice big air stuff. Um, oh, dude, awesome. and it's crazy because he's – like yeah. some of that stuff – he had an N7 the other day. He was pushing the better part of 100 mile an hour, and that thing was only spinning like 1,700 RPM. Wow. With a with a wow. 90, 90 size engine in it. That's crazy. Hi. So what tricks are you uh, – what new tricks are you trying to work on right now? Man, there's a – there's it's killing me. There's a hurricane that I'm trying to get out of the way. It's like a – it's a particular hurricane where I'm inverted. Let, put, it, put it this way. If you put the helicopter nose, nose in – Right, and you invert it uh, slightly, obviously, to put it in a hurricane position from a dead stop, and then actually go and for you know do a hurricane circling, and then basically the transition from the hurricane to a funnel, out of the funnel to a backward loop back into a hurricane, and do that again and again and again. So really, transitions are are what are killing me. And my big problem is, is you know I have a pretty nasty nerve disease, and that nerve disease bars me from being able to do things quite like everybody else. So like one of the things I'm trying to defeat is my aileron elevator interaction. So if I, if I try to like, you know, you know, if you're doing a hurricane, how you have to hold elevator and don't touch your aileron unless you need to do any correcting. Holy smokes. Like I have a hard time. Sometimes I find myself leaning on aileron a little bit and you know, it's scary because you can darn near put that thing in the ground, especially when you're spinning it at, you know, I don't know, these hurricanes are getting, they get up to an upward 70, 80, 90, hundred mile an hour. You got to be, real careful so that's yeah. kind of why i do those things 200 feet in the air <laughs> oh that's fine yeah but that's a struggle i'm trying to do trying to get that and i cannot to save my life to save my life i cannot figure out pyro flips i cannot keep them in the air consistently i just can't it's killing me i'm trying to but man it's just killing me those are hard for me you know what helped me with the aileron elevator was to tighten up the gimbals on on the radio. I don't know if you've tried that, but uh, that really helped me out to really? where I could feel more resistance. Yeah, yeah, because there's more yeah, resistance. That's a great idea. I think Can I'm gonna do that on a jetty though. Is yeah, that, oh, yeah. Isn't like a ball? Oh no, bro! The, the jetties are incredible. You, you could should be able to do that. You could literally tighten the resistance on one side to the other, like from the left to the right. I mean, that's oh, how. Nice. 
that's how significant those, those radios are like incredible. There's nothing you can think of doing on a jetty that I mean that you can't do. It's like incredible. Mm, awesome. Cool. So if there's one thing you would tell a new pilot to avoid or to do, what would those be? Do not collect helicopters. <laughs> Dude, I'm serious. Buy one model, fly the crap out of it. If you've, if you've got the urge to buy a second model or a third model, do, uh, buy the same one and fly it unless you're upgrading to the, to the higher size. And the other thing I would say, that's a do not. And the other thing I would say, start as big as you possibly can afford it. So don't, I mean, a lot of people would disagree with me and say, well, I started with the micro. Well, great. Yeah. And, and that's good. But that's why you have a sim, right? You can work on the sim. It used to be people bought micros because you could crash a micro and it'd be no big deal. And the sims weren't as good as they are now. The physics on sims are, are amazing. Uh, so, so sim the snot out of yourself. You know, fly with the sim like crazy. Then go out and get the biggest helicopter you can afford. We have a guy at our field. Um, his name is Brian, and this guy is probably one of the best pilots I've seen. Like, he can hang with the big boys. And that guy spent his first two years of flying on a sim before he even bought a helicopter. And he's probably yeah. put in the better part over the last seven years of, I don't know, 1,000, 2,000 flights. And of that has maybe crashed two or three times. And not because he isn't crazy. That guy flies low to the ground and hard. Um, so I would say sim and don't go model collecting. I mean, that, if those two, and, and look, I'm a hypocrite. Look at me. I've got, I don't know, 18,000 <laughs> models, but you know, uh, that's, that's what I would say. I say, if anything, stay away from those things. And I, I think you'll do, you'll do just fine. I mean, that seems to be the, the reoccurring story that I hear is a lot of, especially, you know, kids getting in a hobby. They sim for a year, two years before they even get their first actual flight or first heli. And they're killing it out there, like blowing, you know, someone <laughs> who, who you know, flies every weekend, just like but blowing them away just because I guess they just they get that whole muscle memorization down like packed before they even really take off on the real heli stuff. Well, and when you talk to these kids like Jamie Robertson or like you talk to, um, you know, any of these young guys that are constantly practicing, they'll tell you they I mean, they're on it constantly. I, I talked to Jamie recently. Yeah. And he told me that he literally, I mean, the guy will put in, especially when he's preparing for competition, he's putting in the better part of four or five hours a day in the, in the flying. I mean, even longer. And, and it really goes to, like, people don't get it. Like, the kind of dedication that those guys have, yeah, they have natural talent, but, man, they, they bust their tails on that sim. You know, mm -hmm. they're sitting two, three hours a day, some of these guys. Yeah, yeah, every day. Every you know, day. Every Kevin and I, um, we, we simmed with Ethan and, and Chris Diamante, and oh. those guys are amazing pilots, and they oh, sim God. every day. Oh. You know, they, they get on the sim. It's like it's like their religion. <laughs> it's impressive. It really is. We have a kid over here on the, on the West Coast. A lot of people have heard of him. His name is Ken Imhoff. He's like an up-and-rising kid, and this kid spends the better part of two or three hours a day on the sim, and mm -hmm. it's it's scary how good he is. Like it, it yeah. like his reflexes. I, I don't even have those reflexes in my brain. I don't think my brain can fire off like that. <laughs> right. I hear you. It's I think that's why I appreciate the slower 3D now because my brain understands that. The other stuff is like I'm reading Chinese. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what that is. It looks cool, but I have no, my brain can't comprehend it. 
Yeah, but the yeah. sports DVD is also an art. Like it's it's funny. I, I know like uh, uh, Todd Bennett. This was funny. I talked to Todd one day. I'm like, hey Todd, can you, you know, what do you think of Tariq Al Saidi? You know, I asked him that. You know, if you guys you ever watch Tariq, he's I, I'm I'm from the Middle East, so I like watching his videos where he's speaking in Arabic and everything because I can understand mm-hmm. every word he's saying. But I nice, mean, I need you to translate for me. Yeah, it's oh, I could anytime you want, bro. Like when he goes in the Hobby Wing Factory, that video. Yeah, I don't understand anything. Yeah, it's kind of cool. <laughs> anyway, um, it's it was so cool. Like Todd responding to me by showing me like literally everything Thonic does in such slow motion that your collective has to be dead on. Otherwise, if it's not, you're you're in the ground. It's yeah. like it's incredible. Well, we were at the RCHN Funfly, and someone was talking smack about Kyle not being able to do the things he does unless he has high head speed. So Kyle doesn't even say a word. Like he literally, dude, he doesn't even respond to the bonehead, and he basically does this. He takes his helicopter and he drops it down, and I'm not joking, to like 1,200 RPM. It had to be that slow. It was do 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 do. And the mm-hmm. way he flew, dude, he could do every single flip and maneuver that he did at high head speed. And you, and I'm watching his sticks, and I'm like, my God, he's got to be disciplined to do that. Like, yeah. it takes incredible discipline and talent. So even with the slower stuff, man, it takes some talent. Yep, yep. Yeah, Nick was talking yeah. about that, yep. So let's, uh, all right, let's catch up with the rest of the guys here. Uh, so how's your week been, Kevin? The rest of the guys, it's just me. <laughs> well, you and me. And James, we'll get into his week too. So the rest of the guys, the folks that are on the show. Gosh. All right. So here's my story. Yes. Sad but true. About a girl that I once knew. Oh boy. She took my heart. I became unglued. It all started when she called me dude. Anyways, (laughs) dude, I got to tell the story though. We got, we, we recorded with Nick on Tuesday. Yes. I, I was on call starting Tuesday night to Tuesday. We're recording it on Tuesday, so I'm I'm off call. I got a call during the show, uh-huh. and I muted my microphone and, and took the call and whatnot, and was like, okay. And it was only Jersey City it was like a half hour from me, so I'm like, all right, no problem. So I get in, we get done at like eleven. I get in the, the the van and I start driving to Jersey City. As I'm driving to Jersey City, they call me and tell me they have a, a more pressing, high priority call that's three hours down the turnpike like oh, exit four and then off so i'm like okay i'm getting on the turnpike i get done with that at about four o'clock in the morning and i drive back up we we were having a meeting at 7 a.m it's like a breakfast meeting and mm-hmm. it's really cool our project manager he uh takes us all out to breakfast and it really works good for morale and stuff like that and i hate missing it because i like to eat and it's a free breakfast so uh, i drive up to that and they're like you didn't sleep at all last night i was like no I was like, but I'm going home today to sleep. Like, I'm I'm not going to be uh, working today because I figured, you know, hey, I could get a call at three again, and then I'm I'm still out. You know, I'll be I'll be it's like thirty something hours without sleep or whatever it right. comes out to be. So then the rest of the week was kind of quiet. We flew on Saturday, and I was freezing my ass off. Uh, <laughs> flew the five seventy a few times. It was windy. It was cold. Flew the Sukhoi. Which yeah, you're is, killing it. Which is not a a uh, helicopter. <laughs> I haven't flown a plane in like a couple weeks, and I was like, "Oh no, I flew the FT um, Explorer, but I haven't yeah. like flown a 3D plane in a while because my 3D stuff is kind of like in transition. I'm getting rid of my Twisted Hobbies Beaver, and I'm putting the stuff in yours, or I'm just gonna get it to where I can put the batteries in yours. I got to cut it all out and everything. Right. Um. But uh, yeah, dude, I was having a great time with that thing, man. 
flew that around a few times. We were Facebook live in uh, some video mm-hmm. from the field, which was pretty cool. I got that thing to stand still a couple of times. I was laughing. Uh, flew the Phantom 3, put that up. Got some video. I got to put a little video together, like a little compilation of the footage. Yeah. And um, I tried to fly the Sport. And, <laughs> you know, I've this never just, seen this before. Dude, this is just how my, my brain works in troubleshooting. Like, even when I'm on the job, mm-hmm. I was getting this crazy, like, almost X pattern in the blade wobble. Yeah, on spool up. Mm-hmm. On spool up, James. So. Yeah, so we didn't know what it was, and it was, I had just took, I had crashed it with the Icon, and I just put the Neo on it. So, you know, I'm like, everything looks okay. There's a few things loose. I think my my main shaft tensioner holder piece was your main was shaft collar loose. The collar, loose. so inverted yeah. it would it would have gone right into the swash plate. Yeah, but that that, that wasn't, wasn't it. Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't it though. Um, we pulled the blades off. I said, well. I said maybe it's a blades, but before that I had said, you know, what's up with this flipping neo? Blah blah blah. Yeah, you know, that's just that's just my no, that's just my brain like processing things. Because um, I, 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 I seriously, the more troubleshooting, even on stuff I don't know firsthand, like even stuff I I've never seen before, when I go into troubleshoot it for my day job, it turns out to to be the Star Trek adage, you know, when you eliminate the impossible. No matter how improbable has to be the the answer, you know, Uh, and that comes out a lot in my day to day job. So that's just my brain, like processing things and and going into figuring how it is. So I'm like, maybe it's the blades and I'm like a 255 blades on that thing. So I'm like, let me take the blades off. And we spooled it up. It's pulled up fine. And I I spooled it up on the bench at home before I brought it to the field. So then Steve had two has 255s on his tri blade. Uh, head on his oxy, he pulled two blades off of that, and we put it on, and it it hovered no problem. So it was just ridiculously out of balance, and yeah. those blades so no showed no sign of you know chips or or dings or anything. Uh, I was gonna put them back on and shoot a video and and just like put it out there, you know. If you, if you come across this, it's because your blades are way out of balance. Yeah, so I mean, you gotta you gotta say that um. Those two blades, they were from two different sets that one blade, you know, in a crash, cra- you know, cracked. So so they're an odd pair, I guess you could say. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, because sometimes they don't match them perfectly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, the sets aren't matched perfectly. Like if I, for my three-bladed heli, if I want somebody to, to give me like a, a match three three blades outside of SAB, I've got to like call, like I'll have to call up Bodos and I'll say, hey, Matt, can you do me a favor and can you match me three blades? Because right. they just don't come out that way, you know. So I, I that makes sense. Yeah. Either that or I thought maybe one of the blades were delaminated. I don't know. Wow, that's crazy. No, no, the, I, we we flex the blades to see if it was cracked or you know just had more flex than the other. But no, it was it's totally from the weight. It was just that off balance. And what's yeah, crazy, when you th- you could put popsicle sticks on those things and they still fly on those. Oxy. That's what I said. I was like, it's an oxy. It's a tank. It doesn't care what blades are on there. Yeah. But yeah, no. Right, but when you think about it, if you have blades that are light to begin with and you lighten them up a little, you lighten one up more than the other, uh, that's a significance out of balance between the two. Right. If you have like longer blades that are heavy and you lighten one up a little bit, there's still a lot of mass between the two. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess. So what I, what I, what I said before, you know, like, oh, they're only 255s. It, it doesn't really matter, but I guess it does because they are so, so small. Between yeah. that and then you know you're now you're sending t- 
tons of high vibration to the needle. You know, so now the needles yes, are slipping yeah. out, trying to compensate for the unbalanced, you know, uh, rotor. So yeah. does the needle do pretty good with the vibes or no? Is it is it is it more susceptible to vibes or is it less? I mean, it depends. You know, you'll get you'll get the warnings. So it'll say high vibe warning and all this stuff. Usually, I fly through it, and I don't. You know, I've never you know, knock on wood. Nothing's ever happened, but the lower frequency know. vibes are the one thing that'll kill the rescue, like in a heartbeat. Like you yeah, hit rescue, yeah. lower frequency vibe, and it'll go on the ground. But yeah, I mean, I've um, I don't know. I've, for me personally, I had no issues with needles. Um, oh, they're incredible. They're, they're the gold yeah. standard. They are. They really are. Um, so it was quite interesting, and and we went over like everything on the Neo. We we were like, all right, let's just redo this. Let's go through every <laughs> single menu. Check your yeah, pick. Yeah, through everything. This, yep. Check that. I noticed. I was like, wait a minute. Why is this collar loose? Okay, tighten that up. And then yeah, we're like, yeah. And, and he was like, yeah, I, I I spun it up without the blades. It was fine. I don't care why he's doing it. So I'm like, well, let's take the blades off again and see if it's still yeah. doing. You know. And yeah, true enough, it was the the blades. Um. So that's interesting. It's very interesting. Well, good on you guys for finding it. I probably would have rebuilt the whole thing before I discovered that. <laughs> <laughs> so then Saturday, no, Saturday was, yeah, it was, I didn't get a call, but Sunday I got a call and during the day and then I was out and only got three hours of sleep Sunday night. Last night I got the same call for the same place, same problem. Oh. And all I do is go out and reset something, but it's an hour and a half ride. It's like down past our flying field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, in the last two nights, I've only gotten like six hours of sleep combined, so a little wired, a little tired, so don't get me started. <laughs> Everything should be fine. Are, are you hitting the coffee or something? or what? I can't hit the coffee. How now. are I'll you, tell you what, though. I'll tell you what, dude. When I came back from down the, the first one I talked about Tuesday night when we recorded with, with Nick and I went down mm-hmm. to South Jersey and then came back up, I'm a pretty light sleeper and... You know, if I have coffee before I go to bed, it usually keeps me up. I had like 14 cups of coffee that morning at the diner we were at. I came yeah. home and I was out cold. Yeah. Like, like yeah. I was out cold for hours. I was like, I don't know how I did that. But uh, no I matter how much just, coffee or really caffeine, tired. if you're really yeah. tired, your body's going to just shut down. So, yeah, I was it was funny because I'm driving back up the turnpike like four o'clock in the morning and I'm going, wow, these hallucinations are pretty cool. Like you ever get oh you ever God. get to the point where you're so tired that you're starting to see things? That was me coming all the way up the turnpike, and then it's oh boy. it's so it's so wild because your body's trying to tell you you need to go to sleep, and I'm ignoring it, and I'm driving, and I'm like I got the heavy metal on and a window down at some points, and I'm mm-hmm. you know literally was slapping myself in the face at, at a couple of points. Your body like now my ears starting to hurt, and now my throat's starting to hurt, and I I'm like completely ignoring it. I'm like it's my body trying to get me to go to sleep. It's like trying to distract me so i go to sleep i gotta make this it was either to come up and go home or come up and get a free breakfast and and go to the meeting so i just went to the meeting and yeah it was just it was funny dude i i actually did almost pass out though like a block away from the the diner like i was i found i was like wow that was a close one like i was asleep and woke up and i was like yeah i gotta Ooh. i gotta get some coffee that's not good <laughs> yeah I'm got, too over this shit. <laughs> got to pay the bills. <laughs> I did say that, too. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I don't know who wants to go next. All right. I'll go next since uh, I'll just continue off the, the Saturday. Um, okay. So, so, yes, you know, we flew on Saturday. I got 17 flights in. Uh, one of the main things I've I've been trying to work on is 
you know, I think I mentioned on the last show, it's like a new trick that I learned or a combination of tricks. Well, you know, I when I was actually flying um, after you left and it was just basically I was the only one flying a uh, helicopter, I, I started analyzing what I was doing. And what I'm doing really is it's a it's a Mobius transition. So, okay. it's you know, I, I first said it was, oh, it's a half pure flip, right? Like a half rotation, half flip, um, pure flip. And it is, but I'm at a point now that I can, like, pop it into that Mobius transition. So, it's like, vroom, into that Mobius transition. So, the, the helicopter is actually in transition, going into knife edge, going into inverted. And then I start moving the tail around and then fly inverted. And then when I fly inverted, uh, you know, I might do a circuit or I might do half a circuit and freak out and, and push it out. But... Um, but that initial transition, I'm getting that down and I'm doing that with the 766. I'm doing that with the uh, Logo 700 and the Goblin th- Black Thunder. Like every big heli, I'm just like, vroom. And I'm doing it. You know how I, I do the, the where I, I fly backwards tail end and then like I'll do, a, I'll do like a front flip and then, uh, and then, and then maybe I'll start a, a, a pure flip from there. After I do the front flip, I flip back over and then do a pure flip kind of to stop the heli from coming back at me. Before I start doing like a more advanced move, right now I'm coming back and I just go right into that transition. So I stop the heli with the transition, with the Mobius transition, and then I kind of go around and I'm just like, "Wow, <laughs> that cool, one move is so cool!" And you know, I'll never do it any other way. <laughs> I probably won't ever learn to do it the left side, but you know, when I or yeah, the left side when I but I when I do it, I just like, "Oh, this is great." So yeah, besides that, you know, I, I ordered some parts. Got some oxy parts in. Um, got the. Uh, I've been waiting for that speed cam canopy to come out, and and you know I'm like ah you know let me just get some parts in. I need a new canopy because my canopy on the cube is like it's vibrating because it's coming off one of the posts. There's <laughs> so much like CA glue around the grommet that the grommet is now um, like basically crystallized <laughs> in CA, so like it doesn't really stay on. So I always get like a little vibration noise. So I was like, all right, I got to order a new canopy. So I ordered a new canopy, and I decided to go with the carbon fiber one that, you know, like the stock carbon fiber one. Not really stock, but the, I don't know, add-on or, or upgrade, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So I got that in. Uh, besides that, I really haven't done much else in, in the hobby. Oh, I do want to note about Saturday, though. It was, I don't know if it was like a planned, really planned event. It wasn't like a club event, but it was a little mini FPV fun fly you know, when we were there. So, yeah, I yep. did a lot of FPV, um, not FPV, Facebook Live videos. So that was pretty cool. Um, got to see some racing wings fly. Got to see some quads. I flew Anthony's. Uh, I don't know if it's a, I don't know which quad it is. But, you know, I flew that around and crashed it. And then flew that. <laughs> I crashed the line of sight. <laughs> I'm like, I can fly this line of sight. Oh, shit, it's an X-frame. I can't tell which way it's going. Boom <laughs> into the ground. Um we did see Anthony too. Yeah, yeah, it was good yeah, to see got, him. Man. Got to hang out with Anthony, so that was definitely awesome. But I got to fly that FPV, and I was just like, "Ah, eh, there's no one here." Like, you know, there's just FPV guys. So I'm flying on the main flight line, and I went through a gate, and then went around, and then crashed. <laughs> cool, Steve. Going, cool. Hey, going back to your oxy, let me ask you a question: Have yeah. you have you actually seen in the air what that new speed canopy looks like? No. Well, I mean, I seen videos, but I didn't see. I it haven't seen me, anything but videos. It makes me want to buy one again, man. Looking yeah. at that canopy. Holy smokes, it's so cool. Yeah, and I mean, nice. I'm not, I mean, to tell you the truth, the Oxy, I mean, I'll be honest, the Oxy is not 
that that thing is small, and you know I've flown it like full tilt, full pitch, full throttle, and you know it gets away quick and it becomes a dot. <laughs> you can't tell orientation, so you know maybe with the speed canopy it would be a little better, but. I think Let's it's going to look really cool 3D. I think it's going to be awesome, you know, flipping it around and stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking more for 3D, you know, because mm-hmm. speed, I put that full collective and make it go. I'm going to lose it in like five seconds because oh, it's yeah. so fast as it is. But I was thinking like for 3D, it would probably make a big difference, you know. That's why I'm so eager to see this new baby goblin that's coming out. Yes. Yes, a 270. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, is it going to be a 270 size? Is that what they're saying? Yeah. What is it called? Fireball? Yeah, the fireball. <laughs> That's yep. right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what a stupid name. Sorry, I love SAD. I know it is. It's ridiculous, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Comet, I think it's awesome for their speed heli. heli you know, like their new speed heli. Comet sounds cool, looks cool, but Fireball, like, hmm. Okay. Does it, t- does it taste like cinnamon whiskey when you crash it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 you get that cinnamon taste in the back of your throat, like, damn. <laughs> Uh, but, um, yeah, I'm curious to see what it's like. Um, it's definitely going to be competition for the Oxy. Knowing SAB, it's going to be like $30 for a tail boom, you know. Well, it's going to weigh five pounds, <laughs> I'm sure, but, you know, hey. Yeah. <laughs> it's, gonna, it's like, oh, first crash, re-kit, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. Especially, I mean, not even seeing it when they first did that teaser video, and you hear that head speed just screaming. I fly my oxes at forty one hundred. It don't scream like that. Oh no, that thing that thing sounded like seven thousand RPM. Yeah, it sounded like Tarek with his six S forty one hundred kV motor running the fourteen tooth pinion. Oh like, yeah, freaking oh, yeah. Wah, you know, yeah. banshee in the air. <laughs> like yeah, oh yeah. I have less intimidation spooling up my eight hundred than I would that little thing comes at me, cut my little face off or something. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, Steve, I should also mention I forgot about the I I was in the process of putting the 690 back together and noticed that the one of the bearings is definitely shot on the aluminum rollers. They had aluminum rollers, I guess, stock their plastic, and I ordered the stock ones with the shafts, but didn't realize that the bearings came separate. Or I probably would have ordered them all together, um, but I couldn't test it until I actually had the shaft. So I got the shaft, put it in there, and I found that the the one bearing is just. It's questionable, so I'm like, screw it. For eight bucks, I'll just replace, you know, both sides or whatnot. Or for sixteen yeah. bucks, you know, I'll replace both sides and have done with it. So, so I'm hoping to get that this week. That should be here tomorrow or the next day. And awesome. If anybody was curious about what my the status of the six ninety was, yeah. Did you have you taken the whole heli apart? Yeah. Talk about everything. Like, did you check the thrust bearings in the head, your tail bearings, like everything? Yeah, I did. Yep. Okay. Good. Good. So none none of the other bearings are having it showing any signs of wear, like your um your th- your bearings in the main block or the plastic, I guess, or whatever. <laughs> um, no, no, everything else looked okay. Okay, good, cool. Yeah, for some reason that one was just, it, and it wasn't even like I could probably fly with it, but I don't know if that was the problem before. And it's just like a little questionable, and while I got it apart, I might as well. Well, that could have you know. been why. It broke because why it stopped. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, if you think that you know, if it's seizing up and it's basically causing a lot of friction, which causes a lot of heat, which causes plastic to melt. So yeah, yep. you know, and it looked like that. It looked like the plastic part that holds the pins in was kind of melted and then it let go. Yeah, yeah. I had a logo once, and I man, I loved it. I reg- I regret selling it. I had a logo six hundred. It was a great helicopter. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, locals are pretty cool. You want to buy mine? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) No, I mean... What, you're 700? Yeah, I thought about it. Uh, You you know what it is? Steve, you really want to sell your 700, really? So, all right, right, let me go into this for a minute. Um, (laughs) Okay, so I bought the local 700. I had the 700 Comp Goblin, right? And it was like, oh, wow, it's so much lighter. It's so, it's so, it's, it's nice. Like, I like it. You know, I'm running 717s. It's, it's, it's great. I had a little tail wag issue, which I think is resolved. But I was like, okay, cool. And compared to the 700 comp, it was like, oh, just how so much lighter, so much more reactive. And, and, you know, it's just better. And then I got the Synergy 766, which is, oh, you yeah. know, <laughs> talking to you, James, uh, before I got or um, an 806 configuration. It was like, okay, well, if I want to fly some light, even though the 766 weighs more, it flies like it's five pounds lighter. Oh, yeah. It's so massive. The blades are so massive. It flies so light and has so much power. So I'm like, okay. And then I got the Black Thunder 700. I'm like, well, this flies just as light as a local 700 now. Like, I don't <laughs> feel any real difference between the two now. So it's like... Why do I have the logo? Because it's a pot and boom, and I don't personally. I don't like pot and booms. I like the full canopy. I'm on. You know, I grew up. Not grew up, but I. I started my <laughs> RC heli. I guess I grew up. I started my RC heli like real push in SAB. Like I bought that 380. I loved it. Bought the 700. Loved it. Bought the 570. Liked it. Um, <laughs> and then you know it was like. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I got audio that says different. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, dude, I don't like the five. I never figured that out with you because, like, you seemed like you didn't like the five seventy, and yes. like everybody I've ever talked to, including me, like the five seventy is like literally my go-to bird. Like, it's you, the one I love that thing so much. My conclusion is that I don't like the three-bladed head because I couldn't tune the three-bladed head. Oh, that makes sense. Like, I, I could, I could tune that. a two-bladed head. That's fine. I can, you know, I it's not that. I feel like I don't need to tune it really. The needles are so. Um, good out the box. So, like, you might have to add a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but you know, it's fine. I couldn't tune the 570. I still get crazy head bobble when I'm trying to do anything hard on the collective. I, I, my tail always kicks out when I'm doing TikToks. I just, I, and I never gained confidence in the model because I couldn't tune it. And, you know, that's all my fault. That's why I was like, okay, you know, maybe I just, I'll pass the model on to someone who can. No, hey, 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 kudos to you because straight out, dude, the three-bladed heads, I'll tell you this just from my experience, they are hard to tune, especially when you're below a 700 class. 700s are a little bit easier, um, Mm -hmm. but but if you ever wanted to get back into it, and this is no joke, and I only say this just because with Jetty, we have have the brain integration with – Jetty integration with the brain, but when the brain released its new Brain 2 firmware – they have a button. Ready for this? They got a button you can push on it that says three-bladed head. And when you do, bro, out really? of the box, dude, that thing flies redonkulous. Nice. Dude, I, reset, I reset my three-bladed head configuration on my 380 and my 570 and and tried, I mean, tried to drive him in the ground. And, man, it was just, like, no problems. No oscillation problems, no tracking problems, no wobbling problems, no tail-holding problems, nothing. It was pretty incredible. So. Okay. Yeah, but I give I got to give that to you. That's tough, man. And that five seventy can be really tough to tune with a three headed blade. Yeah. So I mean, I I even thought I was like, well, why don't I just buy the two bladed head, right, and take the KC and make it two bladed? But 
you know, with the struggles came the realization that I really do like flying 700s. Yeah. And I, you know, really? Yeah, I do. Wouldn't have guessed. <laughs> you wouldn't have guessed. I mean, they still <laughs> scared the crap out of me. And I, I'm, I still find myself holding my breath where I'm like, oh, oh yeah, I got to, I got to remember to breathe, <laughs> breathe. You got to breathe, you know, because, you know, it's exciting. The adrenaline pump that you get, it's, it's, it's like no another, you know? Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. I love watching you fly too. It's kind of fun. You can you can see the excitement in your flying, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I like doing just like I don't know. I don't I don't even know what my flying style would I mean, what would you categorize my flying style, Kevin? Um I don't know. I mean I don't, you know why it's so hard to figure it out? Because I think you're still developing it. True. Yeah, I was gonna say just out there having fun. Yeah, yeah. Like learning and having fun. I like I like I kind of like big air stuff. I I noticed that I really like I I like the loops and flips and you know I mean I like the TikToks. I like flipping low too, but I don't know. I just like hearing the heli. So anything that I can do to make the heli bark or be loud, I like it. <laughs> so, I don't know what that I don't know what that style is categorized as. As I'm putting obnoxious, on. obnoxious style, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's the piss off the planker style. That's what it is, bro. <laughs> yeah, or, or scare scare all the plankers to go behind the fence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was that guy that was out there at the field? Was that this weekend or was it last oh, weekend? Oh, the weekend before. Some guy just showed up, right? He saw me fly my 570 and was like, wow, that was pretty impressive. And then he saw you fly, and he was like, man, I thought you were good. He, you suck compared to him or something. He said, Ouch. I was laughing. I was like, yeah, I do. He's yeah. like, man, that guy can fly or something. He's, I forget what he said, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I would guess my I would guess my style is uh, three minutes after takeoff, stay off the runway style. Because <laughs> I like to come flying in and, and hit throttle hold. Yeah, yeah. You like, the, uh, you like the sliding. Um, I yeah. actually like taking off a lot. I mean, I do the sliding, you know, landings like you do um, here and there. But I really like just like kind of like really slowly like the, the heli spools up and I just tilt it forward. I turn it right and I just start scraping the front of the skids and taking off. I'll only do it with yeah. the oxy because I don't want to hit any of the 700 blades on the runway. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's just fun. I like, I it. like yeah. it. I like getting my heli like light on the skids. And then uh-huh. giving it literally full collective, like just take off, take off, <laughs> yeah, flipping it inverted and punching out the rest of the way, and then coming in at a at a at a full loop out and overspeeding the snot out of it. I, like that nice. is so much fun. Like that, that's like the best way to start off a flight for me, you know. And then and that's when you start shaking, and then calm <laughs> yeah. down, you know. But yeah, that's fun. I shake more. I notice I shake more, or I I kind of like stall like i stall my breathing like i don't really when i'm doing fast flying oh like, yeah not back and forth but when i'm doing like a hurricane or funnels or something i'm like i'm concentrating so hard to keep that level and i'm trying to get the circle to look good and then I'm like <gasps> okay i gotta breathe <laughs> i gotta breathe okay <laughs> you know like the tiktoks i'm just like bang 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 you know pyro flips yeah those those get a little you know like i don't want it to drop i don't want it to fall but um, the hurt, the funnels especially because I'm coming and I'm like, okay, do I cut it in? Cut it in? Cut it in? You know, it's like not in front of you, but like it, you know, so that way it's not close to you. You you cut the the the, the circle short, and then I don't know. I just, I love that stuff. But it's so true because if you do like a TikTok or whatever, look, you just stop and you hover. That's how you reset. 
You right. do the hurricane. You make one wrong move. On oh, the yeah, other you're driving level, it in. You're, you're done. You <laughs> yeah. <just> forget it. <laughs> yeah, very true. So. Cool. So, James, how's your week been? Well, it's uh, <laughs> it's been one of the interesting weeks. I uh, I used to dump my birds all the time, man, and, and I don't do that a whole lot. I've had a couple of really bad situations go down recently. RCHN, I dumped my, my big 806. Um, oh, and, oh dude that was bad that was that was in september and the worst part about that thing was i that i put that thing up in the air so I'll give you a little bit of background it, it's relevant to something that happened this week so i okay. put that up, uh, put that thing up in the air and it's a cloudy day so you know we're not used to flying in clouds out here it's typically always sunny so uh this is up in oregon so i put it out and get it out about 100 feet from me and then flip it over, do an inverted climb out, and so far, so good. And then I go to level out from the inverted climb out, uh, put it towards leaning towards me, and give it a little bit of collective so I can push it my way and come back and do other things. Okay. So I go back and push it my way, and uh, I see a little shake, like a little jiggle type thing, and I see the tail kind of spin around and then go back. And I go to, like, I'm like, oh no, I'm going to hit throttle hold because something is very wrong. So okay. I, I hit throttle hold. I'm like, and you know how it is with the 806. You can hit throttle hold from like wherever, and that thing will glide down. Yeah. You don't ever have to worry about it. It's so easy. So I go to hit throttle hold, and I'm realizing, crap, my blades are still spinning, and it's still loud, and it's coming towards me, and it's coming faster and faster and faster and faster. And I hit throttle hold again, uh, uh, back and forth, back and forth, trying to hit it. Nothing, 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 nothing. Hit the bailout. Nothing, what nothing, the- nothing. Oh, dude, it was scary. Finally, I think what I I get what I think was uh, bailout. I get I managed to get it before it, it it comes our way about ten feet above me, flies over me behind the flight line, and I hit throttle hold one last time, praying to God that that thing will 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 fall down, and it does, and it falls down about. 20 feet short of, well, maybe maybe 50 feet short of some kids that were playing near the um, near the motorhome, and oh, and I lost my mind. I'm like, you got to be kidding me! So I go and I do a bunch of research, uh, keep the logs. Thank God for Jetty telemetry and logging and all that stuff. Yeah, and I go to find out that basically I lost uh, radio connection, and so James over at over at uh, Jetty USA. Uh, over there at Spree Model, that guy's incredible. Like, their service is crazy. And he says, look, we've got about 5,000 of these units out there that I can think of, and this has only happened to, like, two of them, and you're the second one. And I'm like, oh, just great. This is, like, just my luck. So it turns out it was the RF board that was bad on the radio, which would explain a few other crashes that I've had where it kind of felt like I'd lost control and kind of messed with my confidence quite a bit. So I set my radio in. I get it back. Everything's been great. And since that time, I haven't had signal problems. Everything has been so unbelievably re- reliable. It's not even been funny. So we had raining uh, all of last week or the week before, and it was really hard to get out. And typically, I like to get out in the morning uh, just uh, for like an hour, maybe in the morning, and, and put in five or six flights with a buddy of mine. And we do it at least three times a week. And so I go out at the beginning of the week on Monday, and we're, we're – no, no, not – was it one? It was. It was Tuesday or Wednesday. I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday. Anyway, we go out and we're having a blast. I, my second flight of the day, I put my my three bladed five seventy in the air. I just got some new three bladed zeals, the five fifties. Put that on there. It feels good. Looks good. 
feeling great, get it all tuned up, put it in the air, go do an inverted climb out, come out of the climb out uh, to a hurricane. At the end of the hurricane, I put in a, I start a funnel, and on the funnel, the thing just pretty much drops out of the sky. And, and it's actually flat. Like the, the skids are, are, are down, the, the helicopter is level. And I'm thinking, what the heck? I'm giving full collective. Nothing's going. I, I don't understand what happened. And I crashed it from, you know, way up in the air. Lost the canopy. Uh, lost the landing gear. And um, believe it or not, I don't, I've never bent a shaft, any kind of shaft on an SAB helicopter. I've never bent my main shaft, never bent the spindle shaft. And neither of them were bent, it turns out. So I go to the logs to find out what the heck happened, and a lot of my logs aren't there, not even my onboard jetty logs. Oh, so I look really? into it even more, and I'm like, what the heck? Because I have an R2 unit on all of my helicopters. So yeah. even if I lost voltage or BEC, I would still know something was up. I'd be able to at least move the servos to get myself, you know, landed. Yeah, yeah. So, so stupid me, on my 570 and my 570 only, I did not set a BEC voltage alarm. That was my dumb, foolish mistake. And this is what turns out happened. I have a jetty. It's the only one. Most of my speed controls are either Hobbywing or Contronic. And on this 570, I actually had a, a jetty meson on there, which are great speed controls. And um, sure as heck, by looking at the logs, this is what I saw. I saw two Brain 2 logs, okay? They're, they're right in front of me for the, for the MSH brain. Mm -hmm. And the first log shows the flight going by, everything shows the spikes in RPM, all those things that you would expect during the funnel and all that. And yeah. then what you begin to see is you begin to see a gradual drop in voltage on the receiver voltage to the point where it goes to like from, let's say, right now it's at 7.4 volts, it goes to like 7 volts, the 6.8 volts, the 6.6 volts, the 6.4 volts, the 6.2 volts. Finally, I see that it, it settles at about 5.4 uh, volts, then the 5.1 volt, and then all of a sudden the logs just shut down. It just like cut off. And then uh. there's a new log that goes on where there's nothing going on, and it just shows you know, between 4.9 and 5 volts. So putting it together, and Alex Rose over there, MSH, helped me figure this whole out, whole thing out. It turns out that the BEC voltage on the meson just started dropping gradually, just started going lower and lower and lower and lower and lower. And had I set my alarms, it would have told me that that was happening, but I didn't, and I would have landed it and everything. And it turns out that it got so low that it browned out the fly barless system, yeah. and, and then the, the bird crashed. And sure enough, it was a it was a it was a better crash than it could have been because it only cost me a canopy and blades, which I bought some blades from um, Brian over there. Uh, he's doing some clearance. I forgot his, his his company, but he's clearing out these Zeal blades, and I happened to get that set for fifty bucks, and I had a nice. few other spare sets, so it worked out good. So it didn't cost me much. It, it worked out. It worked out pretty well. But uh, t uh, just a testament to how good they are over there at, at, at Mezon over at Jetty. When I called James at Spree Model, he said, "Oh yeah, no, this thing is under warranty. Don't worry." And he's actually sending me out a brand new one. So wow, it, yeah, but it wasn't. But it wasn't a Jetty though. It was just the no. ESC. Jetty makes the Mezon. Oh, oh, the ESC. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. the Jetty so ESC. Yeah, it's a Jetty ESC. So so he's sending it back to me, and I think I'm going to save it for a plank project that I have or something. And I'm I'm throwing one of my Contronics in there. I've got a I've got one that I haven't used yet. I've got a Contronic uh, a Heli Jive 120 that I'm going to throw in that. And that that should be more than enough for me to do whatever I need to do on that on that yeah. 570. So um, so I did that, and then I just like you said, I just to get back on the horse, man. The next day I took my 380 out and I put in five flights, and two days after that I put in uh, another five flights and. Uh, put in a few flights uh, yesterday. So I, I just, you know what, just to get back on the horse, you know, 
And uh, the other birds, uh, you know, uh, didn't do any flying there, but uh, it was good. It was really good. And then I took my Inspire One out the other day to one of the big uh, retreat conference facilities to do some filming for them. They just asked me to help them out, and I did. That was a lot of fun. I, I put through four packs, which which is about 65, 70 minutes of flying. So uh, not a super eventful week, but, man, a lot of fun, a lot of fun, and a lot of simming, a lot, doing a lot of that. So it was a lot of fun. Uh, what do you sim on? The next, that next RC sim, because I'm a Mac guy. Um, if I if I was a, if I had a PC, I probably would use Real Flight. But uh, since I'm on the Mac, I use that next. Sim. It's a kind of it's the same one that the RCHN guys use. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yep. I really like that sim. By the way, it, it feels good. The physics feel good. Uh, what sim do you guys use? Uh, we both fly with Real Flight seven point five. Oh yeah, yeah. Real Flight's great. I I I love the way Real Flight feels. It's good physics. But since I have a Mac, I'm I'm using the next, which actually feels really good. I'm happy about it. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Nice. So that was pretty much my week. Pretty pretty uneventful for the most part. So the the uh, ESC that was failing, you, you're going to put it in the sacrificial plank. Is that what you're planning <laughs> That's what on I doing? Heard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, oh, jeez. They're sending me a brand new one, new in box, because that's how good their warranties are. Uh, if 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 that ESC fails within the first two years of owning it, Jenny will just send one to you. Uh, spree model, that's their policy. They'll just send you a new one. Okay. Even if the BSC was like gradually dropping, wouldn't at a certain point the R2 take over? Yeah. Well, that's what was happening. So watch this. The way the R2 capacitors work is they they maintain the voltage that's being given to it, that's being fed to it, right? So if 7.4 volts is being fed to it, then it's going to maintain 7.4 volt capacity. So if all of a sudden the 7.4 volts drops and you have no voltage, well, then it's going to put out 7.4 volts for the next two minutes, right? Um, Because it's a capacitor, so it gradually drains. Well, the problem is in this case, what was happening was it was going from 7 volts to 7.3 volts to 7.2 volts. And as it's slowly dropping, so is the so is the R2. The R2 is slowly dropping with it. It's not going to maintain as it, it'll maintain for, for a little while. But, you know, in two minutes time, if that BEC drops in voltage and I don't see the voltage alarm, then it's yeah, going to okay. bounce the same voltage as the BEC. And then I'm going to have a brownout. I understand. And okay. That was my failure. See, the R2s are worthless if you don't have a voltage alarm put into your telemetry. If you put yeah. a voltage alarm in your telemetry, you're you're golden. You know, so foolish me, I just forgot to do it. That was it was just my fault. I mean, I wouldn't say it's completely your fault. I mean, well, yeah, you know, the right. ESC failed, but and a lot of people recommend it like, oh, you got to get the R2. And I'm like, cool, where do I get it? <laughs> it seems like I can't find them anywhere. Oh, dude, yeah, they've been sold out for a long time. I uh, James over at Spree Model told me that they were going to start having some in a few weeks. Okay. Uh, and, and the reason why they're all gone is because, man, they work great. I mean, they're super popular. Yeah. They're not like the, you know, the other uh, tools where you have to turn on the switch. And I have a couple of the Scorpion backups. They're yeah. phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. Scorpion they're great. Bugs. But you've got to make sure the batteries are charged. And, you you know, there's a lot of extra work you got to do with the R2. You just plug it in yeah. and you and you don't ever have to worry about it. You know, right. it's that easy. It, it's funny because I'm thinking in my head. Oh man, that sucks, you know, because yeah, you're right. As voltage, you know, drops, so is the capacity. It's not going to keep that 7.4. And then I'm like, well, with an Opti Power, like playing devil's advocate, I'm like, with the Opti Power uh, Ultra Guard, 
uh, as soon as it drops, I'll see a blinking light on my heli <laughs> flashing. Yeah, but, me, but like, in this case, but in this case, that, that, that may have not happened in this case. And here's the reason why that OptiPower puts out 5.6 volts, correct? Is that what it yeah, is? 5. 6? I think something like that. Or six so, volts. I, I, I count it six, yeah. So that OptiPower isn't going to respond unless there's a sudden voltage drop. That's what's going to kick that thing off. That board won't kick off or won't give you that alarm until it sees a, a like a sudden drop. It, it's it's designed to deal with instant failure, right? So my BEC kept putting out voltage, but the voltage was gradually dropping. It was a very subtle drop. So I'm not so sure that the OptiPower would have well, you know, it probably would have held because it would have still maintained voltage. It was on. There's still voltage going in the receiver. Only the alarm may have not notified me, but I probably still would have been able to have enough of a flight to land it without realizing what happened. So, yeah, you're yeah. right. The OptiPower would have not failed. It would have, it would have worked. I thought that um, the OptiPower also – it's instant shutoff in power, definitely. But I thought it also handled when the voltage drops between. like Because you could put an OptiPower with a receiver pack, and if the receiver pack dies, it's not going to be instant. It'll be gradual, but once it's, it hits below, I think, 5 volts, it automatically kicks in. At least that's my assumption on that. So, yeah, you'd be right. I mean, the, 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 the way it works, they work very differently. And again, going back to the R2, the only way that that R2 is any good, the only way that that R2 is any good is if you set up voltage alarms. You don't set up yeah, voltage alarms, yeah. you're done. I mean, I think regardless, you should have a voltage alarm. If you, have, if you get, and you know, all V-controls, if you get that, type of telemetry all jetties right i guess yeah all jetties have them too um oh, yeah. yeah there's no reason not to have a voltage alarm set on your rx uh, side why so you can ignore it no <laughs> i only ignore the 3.3 3, uh main okay. pack low voltage because if i don't hear the heli bogging i don't care if my batteries are sagging because yeah but you know what's but, so cool about the jetty alarm steve uh, so kevin you might not know this but on my jetty i can say that when this alarm goes off Flip a logical switch. So, so what I'll do, what my alarms will do is if my alarm goes off, drop my ESC to the 30% setting or the idle one setting or the, you know, the normal setting. So what will happen was I will instantly hear a head speed drop and then the jet will go warning, 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 warning until I actually land it. So it, 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 even if I ignore the warning, the jetty won't, it'll, 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 it'll make me listen. It'll make me, it'll, it'll speak up. Yeah, I mean, I ignore the warning because I don't feel it in the heli. I, and, and I know that I'm, the only damage I'm doing is probably, you know, the batteries are sagging, so I'm just pushing the batteries harder. And I mean, batteries are replaceable. I don't care too much uh, about them. But, I mean, my thing is that um, the RX is super important. I don't care about the main flight pack as much as I care about having power to that NEO or the, you know, fly rollers unit because I do not want to shut down. Or a brown now, you know, that's, I've had a brown before and I cannot, uh, I don't want to have to deal with having to fix a heli because of a brown. And I just like, damn, something like as simple as just getting power to that thing and it shuts off on me, you know? Oh, and let me tell you, man, it, uh, it stinks. And the big, the big fear I have about dropping voltage too fast on a, on a main pack is fire, you know? Because yeah. you'll begin to have computation errors if you start beginning to deal with low voltage and it wants to get that head speed up. And if it can't do it, man, you you that that could end up being really really bad. So, but you're right, it's the receiver because that's the brain. If that brain is done, you're you're done. It's forget it. There's nothing you can do. You're screwed. Yep, I'm laughing over here. Warning, warning, danger, danger. <laughs> 
Oh, man. I'm over here cracking up. You can record your voice on that jetty, too. So, like, I can record my own voice saying, land that thing, land that thing. (laughs) You You can record Dr. Smith. It's going down. No, no, please, no. Don't take the boy. Hey, you guys will laugh at this. Like, okay, leave me here alone without pictures. I'm gonna, I'm gonna grab my radio right now, and I'm gonna turn it on and let you guys listen to what it tells me when I turn it on. Okay, here we go. Okay, this is what my, this is what my jetty does when I turn it on. Ready? What is thy bidding, my man? (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Oh yeah, dude. Darth Vader's talks to me. He's like, "What do you want, bro?" (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. So, yeah, I mean, you can make those things do a lot. Hey, by the way, I, I have to mention this because it's, uh, it's like super important. I, I think he deserves to get it mentioned. But Chris Reibert just sent me a text. You know, we text like teenagers, right? And uh, congratulations to him. I don't know if you guys heard this, but he's on his way back from his club. Uh, they had like a club gathering today. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, uh, at a war show, yeah. Yeah, for the Rochester Aero Modeling Society. Mm-hmm. And he got the 2016 MVP award. Nice. Oh, congrats wow. to you, Chris. You deserve yeah. it. Congrats. Yeah. You deserve it, brother. Congrats. Congratulations. Wow. I had to mention it. Yeah. Cool. I'm sure he'll post it. He better post the picture. It's a it's a cool oh, yeah. him getting that award. He better post it. Oh, he did. I see it now. I'm looking on my phone. Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So this is, this is from Chris Ryber. Sorry I couldn't make the show. Tell James I said hi. And I got the MVP award from our club president. So it's holding um he's holding a plaque. It's a it's actually a clock that has a picture of him, his dad, and his papa holding the the big uh what is it like a third scale cup? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it's a clock. It's a cool nice. picture. It's a really I'm I'm telling you, when he when he first posted that that video of him flying his grandfather's cub, yeah. I'm sorry, you could call me a nerd or whatever, but I cried like a baby. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is the embodiment of everything our hobby is like that is that's exactly what that is. And and I mean, just even how he's managed to get little Haley involved and uh, his fat dude, I just he's everything our hobby should be. I mean, yeah. realistically. So like, I love that. And I don't know, man, it's like that's why I love listening to your guys show a lot because you, you hear that, you know, you hear the, the joy. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. What did you say? That's You're why what? I I knew he was gonna what? say. That. What did you say? Your your what? Joy. No 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 no. Your guy. What? Your guys' show. <laughs> your guys' <Yeah>. show. <laughs> yeah. okay. What what did I say wrong? No no no. You didn't say none wrong. Except that Kevin. It irks Kevin when people say your guys' show or yeah, your guys' well, thing. <laughs> it's 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 hey, hey listen. It's, it's a California thing or what? It's ghetto terminology, bro. You gotta have it's ghetto I, terminology. Yeah, you gotta be a little well-rounded. You know, listen. I live in California. Look, you step outside, and, and this is what you hear anywhere in California. You hear, so you kind of have you kind of have a little bit of that. So you say things like conversating and your guys and yo, my ninja, what's up? We do things like that. That's it's California. Right, right. <laughs> no, I'm I'm well-rounded, dude. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Grew, I, I just... grew up watching. I grew up watching, you know, it's funny. I grew up watching a lot of shows that were like Good Times and, and the Jeffersons. And we never looked at those are black and white. It was just, we, we loved the shows. Remember what's happening? Shows? What's happening was one of my favorite shows. Dude, Rerun was a man after my own heart. Cause let me tell you, bro, mm-hmm. I've been fat my whole life and seeing that guy dance. Holy oh. smokes. Woo. <laughs> just the jokes on that show alone were, were hysterical. And I've watched them recently. Like we have, uh, thank God for, 
cable TV and the 1400 channels we got. I like, I found a station that plays the old what's happening and, and sometimes good times, but, uh, just what's happening, man, cracks me up to this day. Like, I still laugh at it. It's, it's good stuff, man. Yeah, bro. Those are, those are the good old days, man. That's when TV really mattered. That's, yeah. that's, that I loved watching TV back to all those kids, all the shows in our childhood, man. Those are some of the best shows on TV for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really, I, I really have to feel for the kids that, that nowadays, you know, they have to watch the politically correct cartoons and whatnot. And dude, one of my fondest memories growing up is Saturday morning cartoons. I mean, you, you couldn't get any better than Sid and Marty Croft. I don't know what kind of acid they were experimenting with, but <laughs> Sigmund and the Sea Monsters and Dr. Shrinker and Land of the Lost. I mean, you couldn't get any better than yeah. that. And then they would have like, you know, Bigfoot and, and all this crazy stuff in the morning. It was, it was awesome. Oh, bro! The, yeah. Like I lived for Saturday morning. Oh man, I it, some of that stuff was just oh yeah. They won't even air cartoons like the Smurfs anymore because they're so scared of getting sued. It's crazy. And that inspired us as kids to go out and take eight millimeter film cameras and shoot our own movies. And then when video started to you know kind of catch on, man, we were we were shooting videos and music videos and films, and we were doing tons of creative stuff like that oh yeah but see those are the days when like you would go out yeah we, i mean some of us played video games and things but man the the greatest adventures we had were all the imagination based stuff like you go out there yeah, you build absolutely. stuff out of sticks and you know blow things up and you know play yeah. play fake soldiers i mean that, those were the days man that was, that was a different time than we have today that's for sure yeah, yeah. now you put on your vr glasses and that's your recreation you I, know? I can't i can't even <laughs> See, I can't wait for that, but I can also see how it's going to affect the kids, these, you know, that are up, you know, up and coming kids that are going to be, you know, adults that won't have any social skills or anything. Yeah, that's the thing. They can't, if they're constantly there, they can't have a five minute conversation, bro. You know, I mean, that's, that's Mm -hmm. what's, yeah. Yep. But I'm going to love it. If I can put on a VR headset and be flying an X Wing, I mean, kill me now. (laughs) <laughs> I'm done. No, dude, awesome. I want to I put on a VR headset, and I want to actually. I want it to feel like I'm flying a real helicopter. Yeah, and just and just fly it into my face just for fun to see what that feels like. Oh, no, <laughs> God, oh my God, <laughs> oh man, just to get that. Uh, you know, what do you do for a living again? <laughs> just get that out of the way. I've got a morbid sense of humor. I mean, it's it's bad. Yeah, and for the record, yes, I am a pastor. <laughs> I'm a pastor in church. <laughs> I mean, hey, there's some more of a stuff in the Bible too. So. Yes, there is that. I think VR would be cool if I could sim and like use a VR, like you know, as the helicopter goes by, watch it go by, you know, move my head, like, oh, like bro, that kind yes. of stuff. You know, I oh, think yeah. that'd be pretty cool. Obviously, flying an X-wing or flying in that's a that's all I want to do. You know, like all that stuff is cool. I mean, definitely, why not? That's what um, I meant, by the way, when I said fly it into my face. Like, literally fly it over my head and around me and not, like, chop my head off. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sure. We'll yeah. add that correction, air quote. <laughs> All right. So You had Steve thinking it was a satanic church. Yeah. Oh, of. Oh, wait, church or you mean cult? <laughs> oh, man. No way. Oh, man. No way. No. I love life too much, man. All right, so we don't really have much of a main topic here. So, Kevin, you got some news? Yeah, I got some news. I was on the flight test store, and I came across a 3D printer that they are now selling. 
Ooh, which one? It's called the Flight Test uh, Forge. Wait, wait, wait. Is um, there a brand? It's, it's branded Flight Test? Dude, yes. Yeah, they announced it. Yep, I, I heard that announcement. It looks so cool. Have you seen the pictures? I tried to do, do like some research on the model itself, and I came across Flash Forge a lot, which is different. But it's um it's a sub five hundred 3D printer. They they say really? that, that printer, Kevin, they say that, that printer is really, really good. I don't know if you saw uh kind of along those lines with flight test, you know, they're starting to do these uh they're starting to, to now videotape their podcasts. They yes. I think they started that last week and yeah. talking about this printer. And it's exciting to me because I'm really thinking about getting into three D printing and I know nothing about it. Like nothing. I mean literally. So I don't know what I'm going to be getting into. I don't know if that's going to be a whole new undertaking or what. But I really want to get into 3D printing. And I'm, I was thinking of going on the flight test store and buying it there because I want to support those guys. Yeah, definitely. It's a an i3 style printer, which I guess is the way the – I don't know. I don't know what that is. Is that the way it, the base moves? Uh, my, my understanding is, yes, that sure. it, the, it, like the, the base itself moves, not the – extruder is that right the, the word i think the extruder doesn't move but the base does so so the, the extruder is stationary and the base moves in all three axes i think no no the base goes in and out the base doesn't just drop straight down um the base actually moves in and out I, that might be an i3 style i don't know i'd have to google it yeah i'm not um, i'm not 100 sure on that it's a hyperion forge 3d fully assembled and it's uh Three ninety nine, I think. Wow, that's cheap. That's printer that bought is. cheap. Yeah, and it's got a. Um, I'm trying to look at the the bed because that's usually you know your your main concern when you get a 3D printer is how the how, size. how large can I print? Yeah. Yep, and also if it's heated or not for ABS, does it support ABS? Um, it does support ABS. Uh, it's two hundred by two hundred by one eighty, so that's pretty good build size, man. And it's uh, wait, what is that in in inches? <laughs> oh really dude what is that an imperial uh give me a minute i'll i'll, I'll tell you right now uh now i can it, i can do celsius to fahrenheit in my head i can't do millimeters to it's it's 200 by 200 by 180 yeah so it's like eight inches or nine inches by um, nine um, eight and a half doing the math it, yeah seven Probably seven like point eight, eight seven okay, so eight inches so let's say eight by eight by seven inches right or six inches yeah yep probably close Hmm. Is that big enough yeah. to do one of those uh, uh, 3D lab print planes? Because that would be awesome. Yeah, I think that's what it's intended for. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Nice. Yeah, So, and it's seven inches. It's an even seven inches. So seven, almost eight inches by eight inches by seven inches. Yeah. And it's a 1.75 millimeter uh, filament. Yep, it uses 1.75. Okay. Maybe I should get one and see uh, see how it works. Yeah. I might think about getting one because the the 3D printer I have is just it's a it's archaic at this point, you know. So it's not it's, it doesn't print very well. So I think um, the pen you're giving up with the pen. The pen, what pen? The doodle yeah, pen. You had a three 3D printed pen. Trying to make a plane out of that, dude. I was on. What are you <laughs> that's talking just a joke, about? Dude, the 3D printing right pen. <laughs> Yeah, the doodle it. pen. You're talking about the doodle, doodle. pen? Yeah, whatever I just had, that a, is. I had a blank stare when he said that. I'm thinking, yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> trying to build a 48-inch plane out of a doodle pen. I was on YouTube, and I... You know how you go through YouTube, and you get lost. Like, you just keep clicking and clicking, and you go through different things. 
I found the guy who reviewed a $49 3D printer, and he actually got some pretty good prints out of it. It's the style where it's a triangular shape, you know, and it has the the, the columns kind of move up and down and move the extruder back and forth that way. Okay, yeah. $49. It was called the Hero 101, I think. And I don't even know if you can still get it, but obviously it was very cheaply made. But what made me think of that was mentioning the pen. The, the guys that came up with this actually took a 3D printing pen and made that as the extruder. Ah, uh, okay. And then they used, they used these cheap, really super cheap um, stepper motors. To the point of their cheapness, they, that you couldn't actually move the extruder on its own, or you would either snap the plastic gears that are in the stepper motors, mm-hmm. or you would force feedback, uh, voltage to the controller where it would, where it would no, no longer function. Ooh, yeah. Ouch. Huh. But it was, it was, it was an experiment that this guy had done. You know, he, he saw it on Kickstarter, I guess, and it was, you know, 49, 49 to 79. I guess they had two different models. 3d printer and he said you know for what it is you're not going to get fantastic prints out of it but you know as your first off like low ball 3d printer he said it kind of accomplished what it set out to do you know yeah yeah when you think about regular printers you know when they first came out they were in the thousands of dollars and laser printing at home was unheard of yeah and now look at it you can't give them away yeah oh yeah yeah you're oh, right you're about-, about those laser printers i'm like wait a minute Someone can someone give me a laser printer, and I'm I'm thinking like laser cutter. Printer, no, not but, laser cutter. Whoa. No. But then, but then I just thought about it. Someone did give me a laser cutter. Someone yeah. did give you one. Yeah, it's still sitting in my living room. I haven't really played with it. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I'm I'm looking at the thing. I need to. I think I'm gonna have to. Uh, I want to get it. I want to get another 3D printer, but I think I have something else I want to get soon too. And I'll I'll talk about it in the what's next for you. Uh, section. Okay. Uh, so for other news, SAB's been really pushing. Um, I don't know about you guys if you've been paying attention, but oh yeah, obviously the SAB, the Fireball. We've, we've spoken about that a couple of months ago, or yeah, about a, probably about a month and a half ago. But they finally, and I mean finally, are releasing a quick battery tray system for the Goblin six thirty seven hundred comp. And the Black Thunder. It's about time. It's freaking about time. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't mind the Velcro straps that much, but I knew I know I minded it enough to to upgrade my competition to the KDE tray, which I you know I thought was awesome. This is really nice that they finally are releasing something, you know that is from their factory. This is great, you know their design. It looks pretty cool. It looks like it's a hybrid um, metal and plastic type of system. So I'm um, interested to uh, get my hands on it and give that a try. And any idea on cost on that one, Steve? I have no idea. I just saw the the teaser pictures, and you know, SAB likes to tease a lot. Oh man! <laughs> so Steve, I didn't realize that when you said SAB is pushing it, that they meant literally you will be pushing it. You will be pushing your battery into the tray, <laughs> yes. into your model. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. And on other SAB news, and this is why I'm saying they're really uh, pushing it, (laughs) (laughs) is they've uh, released a Goblin upgrade kit for the 380 to make it a 420. And the price 
it's great. It's only one hundred fifty four dollars retail. I was shocked with that price. Yeah. What? Yeah. So for one hundred fifty four dollars at a retail price, you know, I mean, who knows if other sellers will sell it cheaper? You get a set of four twenty millimeter Thunderbolt blades. You get a longer tail boom. You get the the tail push rod. You get new tail blades. You get the uh, tail belt. You also get the upgraded pulley, the front tail belt pulley, I guess, that goes on the the main gear. Um, for 154 bucks, that's actually not too bad. No. Look, check this out. The bottom line is, if the next time you 380 owners want to upgrade to a 420, if you crash your 380, you dump it. There you go. There's your crash. Yeah. It's yeah. super cool. Yeah, and, that is cool. And for and it also comes with the um, tail belt um, tensioner. So if your your 380 doesn't have one, that thing's like a forty dollar option anyways by itself, and you're oh, getting oh, that wow. included. I know. Yeah, and I don't have that. That pulley they give you is twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah. The pulley alone, the the blades alone, gotta be at least like sixty, seventy bucks. I mean, no ASAP. <laughs> oh yeah. Know? And wow. so, I mean, I know the belt's like twelve, fifteen bucks. I mean, it's a great deal for what you get. So yeah, I mean, it's they announced it. It's on their website, but it is out of stock um, because they probably they're just probably ramping up the uh, production right now. But yeah, I'm thinking I'm gonna get one. I was gonna do the whole custom canopy from Canomon and do the the upgrade to a 420 manually, like individual parts, buying all the individual parts. But uh, I think I'll just buy the red canopy one and just rock the red canopy with the orange canopy. I don't know; it might look a little weird, but the rest of the stuff it's worth it. So I'll give it a shot. Nice. Yeah, I will too. I think the next time I crash, I think that'll be me. I, I probably will be done with the three bladed head and. And, and go back to the two just to try the 420, I think. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Mine's going to look like the Partridge family bus, though, because I'm going to have the zeal orange canopy and whatever color canopy or whatever color tail boom I can get. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's red. Oh, okay. Maybe, I mean, there's the red or the, the yellow, right? The yellow and blue uh, set or the. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe what I'll do is I'll just get the yellow, tape over the SAB, and freaking just take a rattle can and just spray paint that shit orange. I don't care. You know, oh, just, I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, it's going to fade anyways. <laughs> it's going to fade <laughs> and be like discolored anyway. So whatever. I don't really care. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll just get the orange, uh, the yellow and make it really contrasting, right? You got the yellow tail and the orange can- front canopy. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, and the thing comes with a new tail rod. It comes with the, 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 the belt. Yeah, you know, it comes with everything. Stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. A, if you priced it out individually, you'd be well over two hundred bucks. Oh, almost, easily. Almost the cost of a kit. Yeah, I think it was like two something, two forty or two fifty. I was thinking it's going to cost to upgrade with the same tail boom, like and everything. You know what you see in this kit, not including the uh, the tail pulley kit, the the belt guy. And I gotta say, like the that little goblin is really a go to for me. It's kind of a lifesaver because you know, like Dan on RCHN, I. I find myself on a pretty regular basis having to use my mobility scooter. I have one just like his. And um, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but I used to weigh like almost 700 pounds. And I've lost like 360 pounds, right? Wow. Uh, wow. And, and a lot of that – that's a long story, man. I mean it's been incredible. And I have this nasty nerve disease that affects my balance. And so oftentimes I can't – I'm not the type of person that can go and bring like a 700 with him alone if I don't have anybody at the field with me. So if I'm at the field alone, like I've got to, um, I, you know, I've got to, I've got to get something that's easy. 
And uh, that's why, like, uh, just like you, Steve, like I have a bunch of batteries for each of my helicopters. Like I don't share mm-hmm. batteries between my helicopters so that I can just yeah. charge and go. I got a charge case at home. I got a charge case here at the office. And if I and I got a little tiny portable one in my car just in case. But with that 380, I have five batteries that have the quick release. I have that whole quick, quick release system. Mm-hmm. So basically I charge those batteries Throw them in my my 380 stays in my car, either my 380 or my 570. And I mean, literally, it's been so nice because if I'm having one of those days where I got to stay in my chair, I just pull that thing out of my bag, grab my jetty, strap it on, and go do five flights like nobody's business. Just have fun, put it away. So like it it is so it it is so nice to be able to have that in that little tiny bird. And that 420 is, I mean, I've seen that in the air already. That thing Mm -hmm. looks way more visible than the 380. Than the 380. I don't know why it's it's a little bit longer, but yeah. it makes a big difference. So that's going to be a game changer for me. I think. I think that's going to be really cool to have. My big thing is that I see that I haven't flown it yet. I'm waiting, Death Pilot. <laughs> <laughs> this is a shout out to you, Bill. Um, yeah, we have a friend you know, of ours that that has. Devin's flown it like 500 times already, but <laughs> I haven't gotten the offer yet. So, anyways, <laughs> no, no. But looking at it flying characteristics and everything it just it seems like it flies like a 500 that it just has that better disc loading because my 380 it's heavy you know i i don't oh. know if it's just my setup or or no, what no, but no, it it's heavy heavy. they're heavy yep yeah. they're, they're not light yep so if i could just get that like little bit like 10 percent better disc loading then you know for 150 bucks i spent 150 bucks on worse things than that so you know well, um, you you know that you're going to get an angry email from Bill. He's going to say, first it was the crack kills. Now you're calling me out on the show. <laughs> uh, yes, I am calling you out on the show. Well, Bill, maybe I'll let him fly the 420. <laughs> you won't get called out. You know, I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, we, we, we haven't actually met up recently. He's, uh, yeah, he's been busy and stuff. So His videos well, are and, and, and he did offer. He did offer to let me fly. It's just the opportunity that's didn't come up at the time so but um yeah i'm just pulling your chain bill hey bill your videos are pretty cool some of us on the west coast watch you so you do a good job nice epic epic (laughs) any other news nothing i can think of it it seems as though the news is kind of slow flowing lately in the helicopter scene you know it's uh it's it i don't know sometimes we get a big old burst of it and sometimes we don't but uh, I'm, I've been kind of encouraged seeing a lot more of it, you know, on the on the airplane end, man, there's a whole bunch of new things coming out that I don't know if you've seen some of the, the cool things that even Horizon is coming out with, you know, there's I mean, it's cool. By the way, did you guys talk about the new Horizon, uh, the new Horizon hobby, the blade helicopters coming out? No, which one is this? On the last show, dude, they have you remember the old you remember the 130 X? Oh, I hated that. Yeah, yes. everybody hated that, right? Yes, so I they, remember it. They have oh, wait, they made one. a new one, right? They have a new 130, and it's got a, it's a got a brushless tail motor on there, and they say it holds like nobody's business. Like it's a it's supposed to be a really nice bird because the AMA Expo was out on our you know it's in the West Coast, so I go to it every year. I went to the Ontario one, and I got to see that. I got to see the new uh, like the new MSR, the fly fly barless version of the MSR. You remember that old MSR, that really really small little tiny? Yep, they got yep. that. They have basically a new 180 type size. Um, uh, I forgot what they call that one. 
Uh, and then they've got a new, uh, like a, 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 it's like a two, is it a 230? I think it's a 230 size that they have. Um, brand new. And, it, and they're, they're, they're all pretty cool. None of them, they're all brushless uh, motor tails. But I hear that they hold like nobody's business. They're really, really nice. Do they make that weird sound? <laughs> like that's a tail set of hold? You know they do. I mean, they're micros, bro. They're, you, fly them in the, <laughs> you fly them in the church building. That's what they're made for. You know what I mean? That's, that's, yeah, yeah. I'm actually, I want a micro. I want something because, you know, I, I bought this new house and I was, yeah, I had hopes that the backyard would be big enough for me to at least fly the Oxy, but it really is it. I need something like a, what is it, the MCPX or something tiny like well, that. Well, that, then, then you probably ought to consider that, that, uh, you know, that 130S or whatever. That, that is slightly bigger than the MCPX, but that is going to be the one you want, I think. You know, and I supposedly they're in stock already. I hear they're really good. I mean, they're I mean they fly pretty good from what I hear. There's some reviews already out on it, and people like it. They seem to have a positive. Uh, is, like is there skin. is there enough room for a Neo on it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what I did with my Jetty? There's a guy that sells this thing, and he, he has like a little outline. But I have a little piece that I attach to the PPM out port on my jetty. So okay. I actually use a DM9 module for Spectrum stuff. So I actually oh, nice. fly like all my little Spectrum stuff with a jetty now. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, nice. so it works out pretty good. But I guess the fly barless on that thing is pretty good, that little 130S. They say it is. I don't know. I, I've, I've never tried it. But I don't know. Micros always disappoint me. Me too. Me too. I, I get I, them with yeah. high hopes, even with the 180 CFX. It's like at first, I'm like, oh, this is so cool. This is going to be great. And then like, oh, no. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no. Oh, I got to upgrade it. I got to make it better. Oh, no. It doesn't oh, fly I added right too much anymore. weight to yeah, it. No, it doesn't fly I don't, right. doesn't fly right. I don't think there's yeah. a single one of us that did not put less than $1,000 into our 180s at one point or another. Really, the 130X. I bought everything i bought everything that extreme made and then i was like oh wait maybe maybe it's extreme maybe this stuff isn't good so i bought everything that Thanks. micro heli made and then it was like oh wait micro heli their aluminum sucks it always bends on me and then i bought everything linksate and i'm like how much damn money did i put into this little Dude. heli that no matter what i do i just strip those ab or cd gears like just the tail gears i just constantly stripping them it was so heartbreaking. I remember selling my 130 and feeling like I just got completely jacked. I got a thousand bucks into this and I just sold it for a hundred bucks. And then I did the same thing with the 180. I'm like, I put all this money yeah. into it and it's gone. Bye bye. That was that was rough. But I will tell you, the 180 was really a game changer. It wasn't like it was. It wasn't junk like the rest of them. It was. It yeah. was very much. Um, the oxy is what the 180 should have been. Truth be told, but that 180 was a good helicopter. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed the crap out of that thing. I really had a good time with it for a long time. I think all of us did at one point or other. It served us well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Steve, uh, maybe we should talk uh, a little bit about uh, an event that's coming up that we're going to go to the Ram Show in February. Yeah, which is actually not called the Ram Show anymore. It's called the AMA East Expo. Oh, the AMA East Expo is not a new thing. No, it's it, it used to be called the Ram Show. It's like Westchester Radio Aeronautic something modelers. This club in Westchester used to hold it. They used to be the like I guess the um the organizers of it. And I think this year they didn't want to do it, so AMA took over and that, now this is the AMA East. It's happening at the same time. It has like the same type of um AMA because AMA was big on the Ram Show. They would do the 
um, the seminars, um, you know, and all those like different things. They had the swap meet. They would do all the uh, contests for like best, you know, airplane, best helicopter, best scale, all this stuff. Um, yeah. They would do the um, the little trailer with the real flight um, sims, and then they had that netted little area for the the 3D planes and quads and stuff, you know, to mess around in. So any heli stuff? I mean. You could buy, you could buy a Blade we'll, Heli. <laughs> like, yeah, I was going to say, we, we'll probably see Horizon Hobby will be there with all their new stuff, and we'll probably see that helicopter you're talking about. Yeah. So I'll tell, you, I'll tell you who else you'll probably see over there, because they were at the AMA West. Um, you'll see, uh, Hori- uh, not Horizon, you'll see um, um, a line over there. Ooh. And uh, Experience RC will probably be there. Experience RC, and, yeah. And, and let me tell you what, we watched Ben Storick. Inside one of the expo rooms, dude, you would never believe this, bro. He fired up that 480, that Align 480, and yeah. spanked the living snot out of it. I, I saw a video of that. Dude, it was something special. Dude, it was something to be seen. That kid is so incredibly talented, it's not even funny. And that was, wow. an, that was an incredible sight. To see a 480 spool up at high head speed in a small little room like that's pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Wow. Yeah, so you'll probably see that over there, I'm sure, because they're they're really pushing it. I think I saw Ben at a flying field in Vegas years ago. He definitely flew a helicopter at an event they were having there, and the kid was awesome, man. If it's the same guy I'm thinking of, I think I think his name was Ben. Mm-hmm. As long as we can go to the Ram show and run into Foam Tack Pete, I don't care. Yes, I gotta see Pete. <laughs> yeah, we missed him last doing. year. He wasn't there. Yeah, and it was like the owner of the booth was like. Yeah, he's not here. I'm like, well, I'm not buying foam tack from you, buddy. I'm only <laughs> buying from Pete, and he like uh, that. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a guy who you're going to see that you're probably going to really appreciate. There's this new product out. Well, it's not new, but it's been around for a long time. But it's called the Last Glue, and I don't know if you've ever heard of it. But you know how like Loctite is is anaerobic, right? It it actually activates in the absence of air. Um, mm-hmm. so when you put Loctite on a screw. Loctite never gets dry until it actually screws into the threads and there's no air and the lack of air is what activates it. Well, this guy sells a CA that's anaerobic. So like you could literally put a drop of this CA on anything and it will stay like liquid for days and days and days and days. But the second it makes contact with something, it instantly bonds and my God, does it bond hard. Really? Oh, yeah. Nice. It's really cool stuff. And he was at the AMA West. He'll be at the AMA East. Uh, at least what he said, he said he's got some shows on the East Coast. And I thought he mentioned that. But that, that glue is crazy. Like, I've never what used it. What was the glue's like, name again? It's called the last glue. I'm going to find Hold on. I'm gonna, I, I got a bottle. I got a package here. With it. I'll, I'll pull it out. And the, the idea is they call it the last glue because they say it's the last glue you'll ever, ever buy. That's why they call it the last glue. And, and that's the name of the company? That's the name of the company. Okay. You can look um, it up online. They, they actually have a website. Yeah, I'm just looking at the AMA uh, East Expo East right now, uh-huh. and I'm looking at the full list of folks that are going to be there, and yeah, Experience RC is not one of them. As oh. as um, so that, that kind of sucks, but it's okay. We should mention the date, dude, too. Yeah, so the AMA Expo, if you live in the Northeast, it is at Secaucus, or sorry, it's in Secaucus, New Jersey, at the Meadowlands Expo Center. It's from Friday, February 24th to Sunday, February 26th. 
Uh, Friday looks like it starts at 11 and ends at 5. Um, and then Saturday and Sunday is 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Or Sunday is actually to 4 p.m. So Sunday closes early. So yeah, that kind of sucks that it's not any, I don't, I don't really see any helicopter, uh, vendors there. That's a bummer. Oh, you don't see a line going? No, I don't see a line. Um, Horizon, are they going to be there? Horizon's Horizon be there. should be always, there. They're yeah. always there. They're big there. Um, one of the things, um, we will probably be there around 10. Anthony will show up around 130. <laughs> yeah, easily. <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll see. I mean, we're going to go. I think. We're oh, he did punch sh- me, by the way, too. Yes. Yes, I saw. I, I bear witness to that. He did punch me. It was a little below the belt, but he punched me. <laughs> no, it was rabbit punches, actually. Got me in the kidneys. Ow, yeah, yeah, times. yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks, Anthony. One of the sponsors I want to actually mention, <laughs> actually two of the sponsors. Actually, wait a minute. I'm looking at the sponsor list, and I'm noticing. Okay, so what I want to say, first of all. Ready-made RC is one of the sponsors, which is pretty cool. Um, this other company, I'm actually been like hovering over their webpage, trying to you know thinking about pulling the trigger, but it's called Aerobees, and they make a tiny whoop that's like already upgraded with uh, an F3, you know, flight controller and all that stuff, so you can flash it with um, a beta flight or a clean flight. And then the last one I see here that that really picked my uh, interest is Urcha. Urch is one of the sponsors on this. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah they, I was really shocked they weren't there this uh, over on the on the West Coast one this year. This would have been the first year they weren't there, but they're normally always there. So yeah, I was really I'm shocked wondering. I didn't see them on the on the West Coast one. Yeah, I wonder if they're gonna show up for the East Coast and do some stuff. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, you'll see them there. If, they, if they're a sponsored list, they're going to be there. They're, they're always pretty cool, too. they got Sims set up, and um, they've always got, like, you know, different people representing them. It's, it's actually it's pretty cool to see them there. But I don't know, man. I mean, Urcha, pretty much the only thing they do for us is a fun fly, right? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, yeah. I mean, I've got my Urcha card and everything, but, man, I, I they don't really get much involved. You know, I don't know. It just seems like the only thing they really do for us is that fun fly. And even then, yeah. I think AMA really gets more involved than Urcha does, quite frankly. Right, right. All right, so... All right, so let, let's move on to our next section here. It seems to be... Uh, I don't know, it's one of my favorites. I don't know about everyone else, but... Let's go to Ask Arnold. All right, uh, you guys ready to ring him up? Oh, let's do it. Okay, cool. All right. Hello? Arnold, are you there? Yeah, yeah, what's, uh, yeah, uh, who is this, that, uh, that, uh, Steve guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah Steve yeah. again, how's it going? I told yeah. you I was going to call you again this week. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So, um, how you what been? What is it that you want now? Yeah, I'm all, all right, all right, okay. you know. Yeah. Yeah, the former governator, yeah. <laughs> the all terminator. Right. So, so we, we have a question I want to ask Governor you. of California, gummy bear of candy cornea. <laughs> what? Gummy bear? What? The former uh, governor of California. Uh, the gummy uh, bear of Candy Cornea. Come on. Uh, uh, yeah, no, I don't get it. But okay. <laughs> it's funny nonetheless. All right. 68 years old and I'm still ahead of you. Yes. Come on, you idiot. <laughs> uh, okay, so we got a question here. And it's from Jamie Paulson. And he asks Hey, Arnold, are there any things. Each of your co-hosts do that gets on your nerves. 
Well, yeah, you know what? Don't they do that? Gets on my nerves. You know. Uh, right, that's what the, I thought. They, yeah. Well, if you shut up and stop interrupting, what? you know that's number one that gets on what? my nerves. <laughs> you know, what? I'll be able to tell you. Huh? Say again, Arnold. Huh? If I hear and so okay one more time, you know, I think I'm gonna pull the rest of my hair out. <laughs> and uh, okay. Uh, and uh, and you know that the other guy there, you know that uh, that guy Kevin, if he could finish his sentence, it would be uh, you know a beautiful thing. He never finishes a damn sentence. I don't know. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> so that those two things get on my nerves. But other than that, you know, I really enjoyed the show. Ah, uh, okay, great. That's thank you. I got a question. Yeah. Can, hey, can I throw a question out since we got him online? Yeah, sure. Go for it. Hey, okay, so this one's kind of uh, related. But why the heck don't you say helicopter? Why do you always say chopper? What, what, what's up with that? I see you on The Apprentice. You always talk about go to the chopper. What is that supposed to mean? Well, you know, I get a little bit of royalty every time I say that. <laughs> it was nice. in my contract. So, you know, why not? You know, every time I say get to the chopper, cha-ching. <laughs> so, so do you really, are you really into that show or do you just do it just to do it? Like, what's the deal? Because yeah, is it just a paycheck? Is it just a paycheck, man? You know, trying to like the substitute for, uh, for Mr. Trump or is this something you really like doing? No, well, you know, I like it. It's uh, it's money, and you know, money is good. <laughs> so you know, I like it. Very good, yeah. Okay. And the people seem to love it, you know. No, well, yeah. There's a lot of people that watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yeah. like watching you get angry and say crazy things. Yeah, you know, you know, you got to get it out once in a while, you know, because you know, ever since uh, what happened with you know Maria, you know. Just, uh, <laughs> Oh, Things wow. like that, you know, just to, yeah, they, they actually, yeah. You're willing to wow. talk about something personal like that. Yeah, Tuesday. wow. Thank you for sharing wow. that. Wow. Thanks, Mr. Governor. Well, yeah, you know, it was, it was what, it was after the time, you know, I got caught with, uh, you know, that, uh, those people, you know, that uh, clean up after us, you know, what do we call them? Oh, yeah, women. Yeah. After that, <laughs> oh. uh, that was when, uh, <laughs> hey, 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 come on. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, wee. Wow. Yeah. But, you know, what, what can I say? You know, I grew up in a different time, you know? You're, you're a womanator. Yeah. Yep. Yes, you are yeah, a And I'm a time traveler, so don't you know? <laughs> Come on. Uh, oh, boy. Not a, hey, hey, not a woman thing. hater. One I love thing. women. Any, women are the best. Any new movies coming out that we don't know about? Well, you know, I talked about uh, the, 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 the movie with the drone in it, you know, the 478, and, and that's coming out in... Uh, that's about it. Oh, you're not telling us about the other things you're doing, huh? Okay. All no, right. no, I have to keep it secret. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, it will definitely be a movie that ends in, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh? <laughs> yeah. You know, Predator, <laughs> the Terminator, the Governator. <laughs> there you go. Okay. <laughs> Rubber Baby Buggy Bumpers. Junior. <laughs> no, not Junior. What? No. <laughs> You know, a lot of people don't notice, but there was going to be another movie after Twins. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. With Danny DeVito or what? Yeah. What was it going to be called? Yeah. It was, uh... It was going to be called Twins 2, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? It was going to be no, called no, no, 4? No. Twins 2. Well, twin means 2, so come yeah. on. Think of something more original than that. All right, this call squared. is terminated. <laughs> don't wash out. Oh, the caller. Oh, he's about to hang up on us. I think he did. Did he hang up on us? He hung up on us. No. No way. He hung no. up. 
I'm the I guy that listening. got most Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to make you hang up on us. Hey, look, you could blame. Hey, you could blame me next week, guys. You could, you could, you could tell them. Sorry about James being out of control, and making you hang up. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Okay. Wow. Let's move it on then. What's next for you in the hobby? What's next for you, Steve? You want to go first since you're the only one that wrote anything? Sure, I'll go first. In the show notes. Yeah, I still need to uh, take apart that vegan. I did migrate that vegan from the garage into my hobby room inside the house. So it's sitting on my workbench right now. Um, I'm going to tear it down. I'm going to, I think I figured out basically, I'm just going to take one of those hose clamps I have for my car or whatever from back in my turbo racing days and take the hose clamp and basically bolt that into a two by four, you know, clamp down the uh, EDF and then solder in uh, the, uh, you know, hobby wing 100 amp. Uh, version 3 ESC that I have and I'm going to do a 4S test right I'll just take a little oxy battery at 1300 4S see how that how many how many amps I pull see how that goes and then I'm going to just put a 6S 1800 goblin pack in there and just rip it and see what happens so so that should be good um besides dude the, I just held mine you just held it <laughs> no no yeah. I want to have it like like on something where I can you know Walk a camera around it and stuff. I don't want just like I don't know. I don't want to no. hold it. Make a little I more held production it. value than just holding it. Well, I didn't even get a camera. I just held it and checked the how many amps I was pulling. Oh no, no. I want to make. Sh- I want to have it on video. Like I want to because I have a feeling that I might just see that e. You know, not the ESC. Oh, it might burst into flames. Yeah, I, the ESC can handle success. I mean, that hundred amps is what I used to fly my Goblin three eighty. So I know it can handle. But that little motor <laughs> that's like whatever, 2,900 kV or something. I want to see what that happens when you throw 22.2 volts to it, you know? Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> um, besides that, oh, man. So I know you know, Kevin. Um, James, you don't know, but I've been throwing out the idea about buying a used nitro for a little bit. and Do it. Yeah, I have a friend who's selling um, a 600 T-Rex nitro. With a DFC head, and you know the motor was rebuilt. He's only put like five tanks through it or whatever. Um, he he's never even really flown it hard. He's just kind of broken the motor. So I don't know. I mean, the price is pretty good. The, the the components aren't great, but I mean, he'll even throw in a starter. So really, all I need is the, the glow igniter for it and the basic stuff you need, like fuel and a pump and whatever. But um, you know, and I have a Neo I could throw in there because. On on the other side, I'm going to be selling my Oxy Tarek, I think. I just don't fly that heli anymore. And I thought about, you know, keeping it and putting a speed fuselage on it. But you know what? I'm going to put the fuse, fu- uh, speed fuselage on my Q because I fly that. And, I you know, I'm, I'm really having a good time with that. Yeah, so I have that Neo. It'll just sit there. You know, if I get this heli for a pretty good price, I might dabble my toes into some nitro. Hmm. <laughs> You should do it. Yeah. In the pool of nitro? Yeah. Might dip your toes in. Thick fog of nitro. Yeah, I don't oh know. Boy. I really want to. And you know what? Give it a the, shot. What the hell? One of the best things is that it has an OS55 HZR with a power boost pipe, which is a pretty good engine. At least what I hear. That engine, like if I don't, you know, even if I like, okay, I like nitro or maybe I don't like the lines, you know, I'm not, 
I never really liked the T-Rex series, but, you know, I can always get a Synergy N5C and put that motor in it, you know? So yeah. once I get, like, the the stuff, like, all the, you know, flight, like, the accessory stuff, right? Like, your flight pack and... You got the stuff, man? All that other stuff that you need for Nitro. <laughs> um, you know, and then I'll fly this for a little bit, and if I like it, cool, I'll keep it. If not, maybe I'll sell the airframe for parts or whatever and buy myself an N5C. Because I hear that is an awesome 600-class Nitro. Dude, Synergy makes great... I'm telling you, they make great helicopters. I, I can't wait to build my N7. I, I, I know yeah. nothing about Nitro, nothing, but I got Todd Bennett. Todd said he'll... When it got yeah. built, he'll break it in with me and teach me mm-hmm. all about that stuff. But, man, I got to tell you, that I think that's the, that's the next level, especially because it'll help us with our collective management, you know? You'll hear it if, you, if, you, if you're too hard on collective on a Nitro. You know, and yeah. I fly Nitros all the time when I go out and fly with Todd, and uh, it's a different experience, man. They're a lot of fun. They're a lot of fun. I just love the, the smoke and the smell and the sound. Oh, they have soul. I mean, really. They, yeah, they yeah. So, I, I'm, you know, when I want to really bang on something, of course, electric, you know, I'll just charge up a pack and fly that. But, you know, I just kind of want to, like, experience that. Because I, don't, I remember the Nitro days from when my, you know, when I was into RC cars. And um, they were a pain in the ass to to start they you had to clean them all the time which sucked but once they ran it just was like it was so much fun like you know just oh yeah I'm you the know same. Uh, yep. so yeah i think um i don't know i'll see i mean i've even decided i even thought about just buying a new one like buying an m5c right off the bat and, and doing it but uh i spent a lot of money and i got i got a baby coming on the way so i, I think um <laughs> i don't know I don't know how much I'm really gonna have uh, money wise to to, Zero. to do all this stuff. So, um, so maybe use this the better, you know, best method, and then you well, know, buy as much as you can now. That's all I gotta say. Well, why do you think I have a Black Thunder, <laughs> a Black <laughs> Thunder Logo 700, and a Synergy 766 and 806 configuration, all within like three and a half months? I bought yeah. all of that in three and a half months. You know, obviously I sold the 700 comp and I sold my 570 um, to fund. Some of those helis, but I mean, I still have to shell out extra money for it. But um, and, and same thing with this used heli. I'm gonna sell if I sell the Tarek, um, Oxy, right? You know, even if I'm just selling the airframe, motor, and you know, ESC, say, and just keep the servos for when the Oxy Four comes out. You know, maybe two hundred bucks, two fifty. I'm thinking, you know, and that's gonna be a good chunk of that that six hundred nitro. So, yeah. You'll get it quick. You'll be able to sell that pretty quickly. It's a good bird. It is. It is. And I like it. You know, it's just, you know, that, that Neo doesn't have rescue, so I don't really push it as hard. And I have the OxyCube, and I, I really like to try blade ahead on the cube for some reason. It's so weird. I don't like try blade heads on anything else, but on the Oxy, it's great. I love yeah. it. James, what do you got going on next? You know what? I, um, I really want to hopefully this week take the part 107 exam uh it's just one of those things that i've been wanting to do for a while i'm ready to do it so i want to do that i got to finish preparing the 570 throw the new contronic in there uh get that back up and running the 806 i was waiting for a part i finally got that all squared away so i can't wait to remade in that thing just really looking forward to it and i switched out all my fly barless units i i walked away from the spirit fly barless units and and now yeah. the- too and i always told myself i'd go back to brain once they had jetty integration so as soon as they mm-hmm. did i did and i i really love it the spirits are nice fly barless systems they really are but man i just feel like i'm at home 
uh, flying those those MSH uh, units. They're really, really, really good. And then I, this is a big move. And this boy, this is a big one for me because I'm so big on logging, right? So I'm switching over my logging program this week, and I'm I'm going over to that one that Stephen MP wrote. You know that what yeah that one that you started. You kind of yeah. Tri- yeah. Man, let me tell you, that guy's in the UK, and he is so cool. He's taking my old data files from another program, my LipoLogger program, yeah. and he's converted it for me, like for free. Like you're a customer. Nice. So I'm going to switch all that over, and um, that I love his program. His program is really cool. So I got that going on, and then um, I really am thinking about a, a 3D printer. Like I, 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 I really yeah. think about it. So probably over the next few weeks, I probably consider doing that. And you kind of convinced me. I was already thinking about selling my, uh, you know, my Vortex uh, 285. 285. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never flown it, so I, can, I think I can sell it for a pretty good price. And then maybe I'll just buy that new Vortex. That you know that 180 that or that what is it a 180? What that little tiny one? Oh yeah, they have a new one because I know the 210 was the other one, but I think they have like a a 180 or yeah, I think it's a 180. It's a little tiny one, man. I'm really thinking about that. I, I was also thinking, I don't know if you heard about Have you seen that Eashin Aurora 90? It's like a tiny whoop on steroids. It's a brushless version of a tiny whoop. Oh, really? Oh, man, no. It's like a buck fifty, and I'm, I'm, I'm lots of good reviews, like lots of good reviews. And it, is it, it, is it a Spectrum? Flight, cleat, uh, Spectrum or Tyrannus. Ah, uh, okay. I got to look into that. Flight. You can do clean flight with it. Well, it has clean flight on there. Uh, um, so I don't know. No, maybe not clean flight. It's beta flight. Sorry. Beta flight 3.0. Yeah. Um, I like beta flight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking of maybe getting that too, you know, cause I really, really love my little tiny whoop, man. I think that that's so much fun to fly around. Um, so I think just a bunch of simming like I normally do, you know, a lot of that stuff is, is, is a blast and really want to finish my N7, but that's probably not going to happen for another three or four weeks. So well, why so yeah, long? well, because of time, you know, this is, it's a busy season for me. Um, I'm, and then I'm going overseas at the end of the year. Uh, and because of my language speaking ability, I, I go overseas quite a bit for like church related type things. So uh, getting getting ready for all that can be pretty time consuming. So I, I wish I could sit down and just kind of unwind and finish that build. That's at my bench at the house. Uh, but uh, hopefully I'll hopefully I'll get that done within that time. I, I give myself a little bit more time than I actually think I can do it, and hopefully I get it done in a couple of weeks. We'll see. So, awesome. but that's that's all I got going on. That's about it. All right, cool, Kevin. So later that day, I was in such a bad mood. I was sitting in a bar drinking hard, getting stewed, thinking about that girl and how bad I've been screwed. And some guy walks in six next to me and says, "What's up, dude?" <laughs> uh, what? How Dude, I told that? you, six what? hours of sleep, and I'm I'm, gonna, I'm all punchy. We know you're it's like edited. you're like um, you know, it's like mad deaf poetry right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, dude. So I don't know what I've been doing. I don't want to sound like like Kramer, but I'm I'm ripping all the stuff out of my the back of my garage there, um, and I'm building some boxes and and steps and levels and stuff. But uh, I'm gonna have some more storage i'm going to work on maybe this weekend i'm not sure i have some old speakers that i mounted up they're like polk stand-up speakers from Mm -hmm. back in the day that i mounted up underneath my cabinets and i'm going to rip them out because i think i can get i can get eight of the like they're eight by 12 by five inches high storage containers i can get eight of those under one side of my workbench if i build the storage area correctly 
um, yeah, so I mean, it's, that's, that's going to be huge. It'll be a lot more space and I can get a lot of the clutter out of the way. And I also want to build that little rolling cart I was talking about. I looked into that a little more and, uh, I think that's going to come out really cool if I keep my tools and the batteries on the bottom and weight it down and then have like the second level be my soldering station and my, uh, my hot glue gun and stuff like that. So I'm going to work on that. Dude, that's going to look nice. I want to see. I'm really eager to see what that looks like. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, based nice. on the advice that 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 guy gave a few weeks ago. I, what was it? Episode yeah. fifty? Was it fifty-seven? I think with Fred or fifty-eight. One of those. Yeah, that was Fred a good I got a lot of good ideas on that episode. I I, I want to see that picture when you're done with it, Kevin. Yeah. Yep. It should be pretty cool. Oh, I, that's another thing I got to do. I forgot to say. My um, I got to buy a new heat gun. My heat gun blew up. Oh no. You're, Stop Your working. Gun. Yeah. All of a sudden it just stopped working. I was like, okay. And I took it all apart and it seems like the the brush motor in there just kind of clunked out. I didn't take a multimeter to it or anything, but I know I'm getting power to the switch because I electrocuted myself. So, you know. <laughs> now, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You gotta uh, stop putting your tongue on that, dude. Well, I, it's, it's not like a 9 volt? No. You don't test the battery? Well, like- it is. Yeah, you can test it. <laughs> You can only test it once like that, though. Yeah. I mean, you know, I got the little alfalfa hair. You know, my hair sticking up in the back. I think it's okay, though. It's fine. I'll do it again. No, don't. <laughs> I'm kidding. You kids, don't put your mouth on that. I hope I don't have to tell you guys not to do that. <laughs> You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. <laughs> oh, by the way, I looked up that um that thing you were talking about, the Eashin Aurora 90 millimeter. Dude, it's cool, isn't it? Yeah, it's 145. Yeah, you can get it with a DSMX uh, receiver built into it. It looks cool. It looks like I would break the crap out of it in a crash, but... Dude, that thing is carbon fiber. Yeah. And it's super light. It looks like it's super durable. Like, these guys in these videos are banging the snot out of those things, and it doesn't seem like anything is going on. And that that thing even has a built-in OSD in the camera. Nice. Is that 2S, though, or is that... 2S. 2S. Yeah, 2S. it has 10 amp brushless heli. I'm you know? freaking sold. It has Dude, a 48 channel VTX built in. It's an F3 um, board. This so. is what I was waiting for. This is why I didn't buy the tiny whoop because I was like, I want to get something that's 2S. I don't really like those those 1S batteries. 300 milliamp hours on that thing. And they say that you can put, there's like some guys that are modifying it with 3S, but I don't know, man. Uh, I, the, I, this package <laughs> actually includes a 450 milliamp ADC LiPo with a charger. So it's actually um, buying and fly ready. And it has a little LEDs in the back or whatever. It even, I, what I do like about it is that it has the... Um, and a beeper. Oh, does it? I, I mean, yeah, yeah that's, that's definitely useful. But the main thing is it has a cloverleaf antenna. And because it has a cloverleaf antenna, I hear a lot of times that people crash their tiny whoops with the, the cloverleaves and it breaks. That you, know, that you should go with the, just a whip. Um, but it has like a skeleton little cover that goes around on the side of it that protects the camera and the antenna. The only thing I'm worried about is the prop. It's not a standard like push, press, pop or anything like that for these small ones. It's actually, it looks like two like 1.5 millimeter uh, hex bolts in it that go into the motor. Yeah, and they say that those props are really flimsy. So the Eashin, when you buy it, it comes with a set of props, like an extra set. I think like two extra sets. But yeah. they say that you should buy them and they're like... I think they're like six bucks for like four pair or something like that. I mean, yeah, four, they're like super four cheap. Sets. I bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're real cheap. But um, I don't know. I mean, it, it looks like something I would probably want to get. I may actually end up just getting it. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it's currently out of stock though. It says under restocking. Man, they were available this morning. Gosh. 
I guess let's uh, wrap it up. All right, let's wrap it up. Yeah, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Kevin's about to die here. <laughs> I just can't wait till Friday. I'm going to hear that shaker going. Zombies, martinis, what you got? What you got lined up? Friday, I don't know. man is you know, to get drunk, and then he is <laughs> to fall asleep in his own vomit, only to wake up and go fly. <laughs> oh, man. I don't really vomit that much anymore, but... Uh, Yes, very weird show. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, you asked me what I was going to make. Actually, I used to make a drink before. I guess I was I was more or less doing the Chris Ryber thing as far as cocktails. Because um, <laughs> every Friday I would post a, a different recipe and a different drink for a while there on Facebook, like mm-hmm. a couple years ago. I was doing that a lot. I want to try this damn Long Island iced tea made with Jack Daniels. Mm. I got to try this recipe. That that was, was pretty good. I can see if I can make that one. Are we flying to Saturday? Mm, I don't know. It's going to be cold. Yeah, I might have something to do then. Yeah, yeah. man. I'm going to fly Saturday. Like stay in the house and stay warm? I'm going to yeah, fly Saturday. I'm going to go fly. <laughs> I'm going to go fly. I'm, I might go, dude. Yeah. I'll fly Saturday even though it's going to be cold. It's going to be about 65 degrees. That's that's pretty cold. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be like 35 and real feels 25 because it's going to be like 20 mile per hour winds. I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't care. I'm. Just, I'll, I'll. I'll bundle up. I'll just. I'll do my 17 flights. I'll fly all my packs. I'm gonna ship James a snowball, <laughs> so somebody could actually throw it and hit him with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, because by the time this gets released, it's uh, it'll be Friday, then Saturday, and then the Super Bowl. So I'm gonna. All right. Yeah. So I can't fly Sunday. You're a big Patriots fan. Oh, screw the Patriots. You're big. Falcons fan. I'm actually not a fan of either team, but I do enjoy Super Bowl for other things. The commercials, commercials. <laughs> um, it's it's a one time where you know I can kind of eat the all the bar snacks that I shouldn't be eating. The nitrates. Oh man, don't even talk about uh, not nitrates, but <laughs> uh, I, I'm just getting over gout, so let's just say that. <laughs> Dude, we used to have a rule. Um, there, women were only allowed in the room during the Super Bowl if um, they wouldn't talk. And during the Bud Bowl, they had to leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, ladies. So let's see here. We have Facebook likes. So we are at 462. So this is where I'm saying where, you know, Facebook just likes to give me these highs and lows. Because I read, it was like, ooh, 26 new likes this week. Ah, uh, 17 names. I mean, that's so good. That's so yeah, it's awesome. That's so awesome, yeah. All right, so let me go through them. Let's cue the music. <laughs> All right, so we got Jack Henry Lee, Ryan Frederick. Wait a minute, Jack Henry Lee was already liked the show. He liked us again. Stop. Hating. Okay, cool. Uh, we got Peter Smith, Tommy Cheek, and Andy Grimes, Carl. Girl. Uh, Henrik. That's coming back. <laughs> yeah. Coming back, by the way. Couple yes, weeks. I can't wait. I can't wait. I've actually been playing the, the, the little mobile game to kind of kill some zombies in the meantime. Um, oh, jeez. Yeah, it's, it's not really that good, but yeah, that's something. Uh, he- we're, we're, we're missing all these all these names, dude, because I'm talking over everyone. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Henrik Vickman. Walk. Ranger? <laughs> Did I write that right? I don't think I wrote, wrote that right. I think I uh, 
had a little typo there. Walk Rager? No, that can't be it, is it? I don't know. It is... Oh, Texas Ranger. No, no, Walt. Walt. Rager? Rager? Oh, my God, you're killing me. Yeah, I am killing Kevin. All right, we got Kim Andre Matheson. Matheson? Martheson. 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 Yeah, something like that. Charlie Lewis. James Searle. Jason M.C. Helly. No, that's Jason McKelly. Oh, uh, okay. Jason McKelly. I don't know. There's a space. I like that. But yeah. I like Jason McKelly. Sounds good. Uh, Brian Black. Mike Hansow. Ryan Zanow. Zano. 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 Ryan, he's, uh, he left us a, a pretty awesome post on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. So thanks, Ryan. Yeah, Thank I, 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 uh, I messaged him back like immediately. It was like freaking three o'clock in the morning while I was waiting for this guy last night. I actually uh, messaged him. I read the whole thing. It was awesome. Nice. Thanks so much. Uh, we have Chung Alvis, Devin Morrow, and Mark Alice Wagger. Yeah, Alice Swagger. I think. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you, and apologies if I butchered anyone's name, but that's kind of what I do. All right, so <laughs> Facebook comments. Yeah, we mentioned Ryan Zanel or Zanel. Yeah. And and his awesome comment. Yes. Thank you, Ryan. I mean, he, he posted on his page, tagged Frank uh, Moidiellos, and... <laughs> <laughs> it's uh you know i mean he he wrote quite a bit and you know he took the time to write a pretty long thread on on his facebook page about our show you know i really appreciate it you know we really appreciate it so thank you again yeah thank you um you know and i think he's primarily helis so yeah. you know i i did mention uh, on a reply that yeah uh you know we got we got some cool heli stuff coming on the way so definitely stay tuned and uh and some cool plane stuff too. Yeah. We're still trying to get um was it Cody? Or Code Cody, I think. Yeah, I think he's a uh, I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy Steve was talking yeah, about. Yeah, Steve was talking Steve Watman. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Do we have face uh no, not Facebook, website comments. Um we did. I responded to a few um one guy asked um about how does he listen to older episodes that we have? I directed him to Podbean. Yes. For any of our listeners that want to look up old episodes, there, our whole collection of this is episode sixty, so fifty nine, no, actually sixty episodes. We started on zero, is available on Podbean dot com. You can just go there, yeah, just go and to just search yep. for Free Far C podcasts, and we should come up. That's how I actually listened to some of the older episodes. It was Dan Dan Dupont who who asked if there was a place he could find the all the podcasts like from the beginning and. Um, I was recently listening to like episode two, the one we talked about FAA regulations, mm-hmm. and I literally wrote down, "Why does anybody listen to this podcast?" After listening to that episode, it was so bad. There was so much background noise going on, and we were just like fumbling. I was like, "Man, you'll be writing down that question after people listen to this episode." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, th- I think. Um, I mean, we're a little all over the place today, but I think. Uh People have a laugh. They'll have a laugh, so that's good. Yeah, it's all good. It's all fun. Uh, anything else on the website? 
Um, no, not that I saw. Did you see anything else? Um, our friend Javier, he emailed us. He um, he crashed his uh, Oxyturic edition. Oh. Yeah, it looks like he drove it in pretty good. I mean, I don't know. What a, I mean, what a coincidence. Me- Steve is selling his. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. I think he just needs like a main gear set of blades and DFC links and a, what okay. is that? Oh, a tail boom. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, it's like the standard crash parts for, for an oxy. So not too bad. I'm sure it'd probably be like with blades, probably under a hundred bucks. I think. Sorry to hear that and see that Javier. Fix it back up and get back out there. I um I tried to reach out to Nick, but I think I had the email wrong. Just telling him thanks for coming on the show again. I got we got a lot of response to that episode. A lot of people thought it was pretty informative, and he he made a complex subject like governors work out pretty good. Like a lot of people were able to comprehend what what they should do, and yeah, so it, it was cool. Thanks, Nick. Yeah, thanks again. Thank Nick. you so much, Nick. Um, the way he explained governors, even I understood them. So. Thank you so much. Cool. Um, I do have an email I want to mention to um, Peter okay. Smith, uh, one of the folks that recently liked us. He emailed us saying, just started listening to your podcast and really dig your show. Uh, asked where we're located. He seems to be, uh, it seems that he's located in uh, near Washington, D.C. area. Uh, he's been flying RC helicopters for nine years, but was on a pretty long break uh, for this past year. So he just wanted to say hi and, uh, Thanks for doing the podcast. So, thank you, thank you for writing in, Peter. Thanks. Yeah. Is he going to the the Heli Throwdown? The Heli Throwdown. I yeah. Don't know. In May. Okay. Maybe. Let me say. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe come to ours too. You know. Yeah. So yeah. Wait, that's in May, right? Heli Throwdown's in May. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's gonna be a pretty cool fun fly. I don't know how big, I don't like have any ideas on how big that fun flight is going to be, but I mean, you know, the Facebook community is pretty big, so it should be pretty cool. Yeah, it should be cool. All right, uh, Podbean, go. Uh, I was looking on Podbean, and now I'm looking at some of the notifications we've got, we've received through the email, and it doesn't really match up, so I don't know. I normally don't look at this, but I'm looking at it now, and I'm like, hmm, maybe we've forgotten a bunch of people. On Podbean, that's weird. I'll have to look at this more in depth. Well, what I see, I'll just go to the last four I see. It says we have four four new followers. Okay. Kanglin1 is following us. Uh, BVGHJ is following us. Garden Tuner is following us. Did you mention Garden Tuner once? I don't believe so. And Aspen86 is following us on Podbean. And uh, D. Delisle... Right? Delisle? Dennis Delisle? Yeah. Start following us again or no? Oh, I'm reading from, I'm sorry. I'm reading from last week. Oh There's my two God. in here. Okay. I caught up I'm sorry. Um, uh, you know, I mean, you know, I, I mean, I, I, you listened to the, the message when. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He was like, oh, I'm sorry. It's creepy. It's coming out creepy. He's like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's not, I'm not trying to creep you guys out. I'm like, no. Dude, we don't know what we're doing either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you know. But that guy, Jericho Byrne, he liked our uh, episode 59, Governors with Nick Len. Fury 90 liked Governors with Nick Len. And Nick Pitry Hummers started following us. Awesome. Or Pet Rich Hummer. Cool. Okay. 
Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. I also want to thank um, Codepox. He uh, emailed us and was asking some questions and and some input about the uh, scaling 200% and the V-controlled temperature sensor. He was kind of giving some tips and stuff on that. Um, All right. Yeah. He said he meant desk pilot. Yes. And and Bill let him fly his 420, it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> Bill lets everybody fly that but you. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he has a Synergy N5C, so, oh, you know, okay. but he said he was having problems with the motor, but without asking, you know, um, Devin and Rob spent almost an hour helping them set that up. See, that's what I'm talking about, the RC community, man. It's It really is the best. Yep. So, that's awesome. So I'm um, looking forward to meeting meeting you guys at uh, Copox. Sorry, I, I can't pronounce your name. Send me a voice message and let me know how to pronounce your name. G-U-I-L-L-A-U-M-E. Copox. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to attempt that. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, do we have any iTunes reviews? No, I didn't see any new iTunes reviews. Should we just drop the iTunes review? No. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. Because everyone loves iTunes. All right. I love iTunes. I'll write an iTunes review. There you go. I don't want to have to solicit an iTunes. Oh, wait. I guess I, <laughs> I guess I do solicit it when I say drop us an iTunes review. <laughs> <laughs> I was on this show, and uh, they made fun of me. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow, Kevin, you are tired. <laughs> I got the show, and uh, I had a ton of fun, but I'll probably never be asked back again, but that's okay. It was great. It was fun. <laughs> uh, from the crazy river okay next time kevin is sleep deprived and steve can't make it i'll be back on the show yeah <laughs> with fred with fred oh man <laughs> hey fred wow, that status. Uh, i guess let's do the outro then okay drop us an itunes review and we'll read the review on the next episode email us at freefallrc at gmail.com like us on facebook facebook.com slash freefallrc podcast don't forget to check out our webpage, free4rcpodcast.com. Uh, say hi to Chris. Hi, Chris. Hey, Chris. Chris, what's up? <laughs> Let's see. If you'd like to see us add something, let us know. Uh, flight test forums, off the field, audio and video production, other than flight test podcast, free4rc podcast, sitting next to our friends at the flight test community cast. Hey, Fletcher, oh, Mike. Are you really tired? Hey, <laughs> You're like, Fletcher, oh, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why I expect to hear you just you start snoring. I'm surprised. <laughs> surprised I'm hanging in. <laughs> yeah. Uh James, if uh Hey Nick. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> I got sidetracked by the snoring. What's <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Nick? Um <laughs> All right. James, you wanna get someone wants to get in touch with you. Uh, it would it would be leave me alone at getlost.com. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> you know they're gonna be like, okay, so James Cadiz, where is he located in the West Coast? Oh, there's his church. Okay, I'm gonna go meet him in person. <laughs> yeah, so it's a super long email address, but it's uh Pastor James at Calvary Chapel Signal Hill.com. I, I respond to virtually every single one of my emails, but sometimes they take a long time because I get probably about 200 legitimate pieces a day. So uh, I will, if you if you, if you you email me, I will respond. Especially, you know what, if you need help with like Jetty stuff or any of the other 
like hard to get help on stuff. I'm I'm more than happy to talk. Any any questions you have? Awesome. Nice. All right. Well, thank you, James, for taking the time to come on our our show. Thanks, guys. It, it, it's just a total honor to be on with you guys. You guys are great. Love what you're doing for the hobby, and uh, you guys are, man, you guys are great guys. You're doing a great thing for us. So thank you. Ah, nice, man. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks to our listeners. Thanks to our guest hosts and everyone out in the RC community. Free our skies, and we'll see you next time. See you later. Oh, see, you- now I was so tired I didn't stick up for Fred Provost when you were slamming. <laughs> That's how tired I am. <laughs> Sorry, Fred. Hey, right, guys. Fred. On a, I'm on hacking through note. the whole thing. Look, on a serious note, it's totally And uh, kind of gave up on it for a while, and then sort of life took over and got busy. And then, oh, that's my charger. Um, so, <laughs> the ship is going down, Captain. Yeah, I know. Oh, right? I can't friggin' believe it. So, <laughs> so anyway, so what ends up happening is, is I, I, uh... <laughs> oh man. Battery charging 101. <laughs> <Timed. laughs> when you're recording a podcast, it's often a good idea to not have batteries charging or beeping noise or cell phones going off. Or I, you know, I know, I know. But, you know. At least it's evidence of the fact that we're, you know, we're very much in the hobby, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm staring at my batteries right now, and I'm like, damn, there's one battery I didn't storage charge. It's just sitting on its own. I, I really should plug it in. <laughs> nice. like, ah, after the show, after the show. I'll wait. Okay. I think it, every battery I got, I have in storage charged. Yeah. I, but then I, I haven't been home, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you have a valid You sent excuse. a text this morning. <laughs> good morning, guys. I was like, what is that? Really? What? What is good morning? <laughs> what's good about this morning? What's, what's morning? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Okay. Um. All right. So what do we want to do now? You want to go into the news? Announcements? Yeah, yeah. We can go into the news. Okay. I mean, we've been going on for like uh, at least an hour and 15 minutes. I mean, so that's cool, man. You want to do news? All right. Yeah. News okay. is fine. Wait, hold on. I'm going to put another I'm going to put another battery on the charger. Okay. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> hey, we're, we're, hey, James, we're trying yes. to do a show here. <laughs> this is like your I'm favorite kidding. band live and they kind of suck. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is the. Go see your favorite the band and show we've freaking done. lip singing. Like what? <laughs> hey, hey, do I get is do I get the award for the weirdest show? Because it, did I bring that to the table? I don't Probably. know. What do you think, Kevin? I don't know. We'll have to wait till the end of 2017. It, <laughs> hey, but is this bad or good? Is it a bad thing or a good thing? You can- no, I'm having fun. Yeah, <laughs> I'm having good. fun too. Yeah, I'm laughing. <laughs> I'm laughing, smiling, having fun. I'm having fun too. Just for the record. All right, so where was I going? I have this I have this animated GIF on my computer, and it's Arnold back in his, like, I guess, maybe Conan days and stuff like that far back, and it's him smoking a joint. <laughs> it's just funny because he, like, takes this big pull, and he has, like, that, that cheesy smile that Arnold has. <laughs> but, um, all right, let's get into the section. Yeah, but I didn't inhale. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So... Facebook is really um, great. I don't know how to say it. Just like 
I don't know. Up. Screw me up a little. You know, the, who's playing the, jacks over the, there? Is that you, James? What? You playing jacks? No. Who's that? I'm playing oh. jacks. I thought I heard like I hear banging around. Oh, uh, maybe I'm doing a little bit of building. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man, we got another Patrick on the show. Putting a frame back together. Was- I don't know. <laughs> Don't be doing that over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> oh, Actually, uh, you, you know you're going to piss them six off. Six hours probably. of sleep is really good. I pissed off everybody tonight. <laughs> Women. <laughs> yeah, guys, really guys, I really hope you enjoyed me being on the show because I'll never be asked again. I'm just saying <laughs> <right> now. <laughs> Oh, I'm probably never coming back. <laughs> oh my god! Oh uh, shit! Uh, no, you're you're welcome to come back. I'm the only we'll, pastor. We'll, we'll have, we'll have the show. I'm only passing through. I'm never coming back. <laughs> oh man! We'll have I'm you back on again, but it just it has. We have to have some time, you know. We need some time and separation before we can have the show. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my god! Okay.